CinemaCon stuff, right? What? <laughs> yeah, huh? Okay. Oh, hey. we're starting. Hi, my name is Riley. Here is always with... Hunter. That was... Okay. We are beginning the 43rd episode. We actually have, after this episode... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. After this week, we have nine weeks till the one-year anniversary. I suggested a 24-hour podcast. That's long. I, that's what I'm saying, though. It's playing into the fact that they're long already. <laughs> but I get that maybe that might be a stupid idea. It might be an insane <laughs> Insanely idea. dumb idea. <laughs> but we will come up with something. Whether it be that, probably not. I think we should. But we'll come up with something for the one year. Because we're getting close. We are getting close. We'll listen to the podcast on the podcast. We go back. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we go. Get on Overwatch, too. Get on Overwatch? No, get on Overwatch. Too. I'm okay, actually. Thank you. But you'll just do everything first. and What? Oh, And okay. then I'll just... Because I don't want to intersect with Cinecon or whatever. I have four things. Okay. So. Let's start with the Twisted Metal trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It was how a teaser is usually, you know. Anthony Mackie, the trailer starts mm. now. Mm. <laughs> and then he starts singing and, and He's then just dancing. The teaser. He's playing John Doe, who's from Twisted Metal Black, which I've never played, but Twisted Metal Black, from what I've seen of the game, is extremely dark, very, very depressing, and really graphic. And now he now he's the funny. He's the funny. He dances to songs and is, like, listening to pop music. Like, okay. I like the early 90s twisted metal era energy, but, like, the character you're using is extremely depressing. So I'm not sure what it you... is that you're trying to achieve here, Deadpool writers. Would you have preferred to be the main character, then? Like, Well, I... The guy that was in Roadkill before, I always thought could have been an interesting character. Because he's like a dad that is trying to, like, win money for his daughter. Well, just Squid Game, pretty much? Basically. Yeah. Squid Game, but... Yeah, it's Squid Game. Because <laughs> yeah. you have to kill a bunch of people to get to the end. And Calypso is not in the show, I don't think. Because it's like a road trip or something. But Twisted Metal... Is oh, the yes. contest. That's the name of the contest. So what's the point of calling it Twisted Metal? They... And Sweet Tooth is only in one episode. And they're using the Twisted Metal Black slash Twisted Metal reboot design. But again, they're channeling the energy of the original games. Which are like goofy as shit. <laughs> and don't take himself seriously at all. Like, inherently, I like that idea, but it's just the characters they're using and, like, the designs and the eras they're pulling from are from versions that are inherently more graphic and dark. So it's it's throwing me off a little bit. Sony said they're putting, uh, they're putting more care towards, you know, um, God of War and Horizon as they did with The Last of Us, but they didn't say that with Twisted no, Metal, they didn't. baby. They didn't. And, but, like... So, okay, the Deadpool writers did a YouTube original that's now on Prime called Wayne, 
which I actually quite liked. So maybe it's just bad marketing, but I don't have a ton of faith in this show. Just saying. <laughs> um, and it's not that it needs to be a reference fest. That's why. It, that's one of the reasons why I didn't like Mario too much. It was just a reference fest. But I feel like the contest is like the point. That's like literally every game is the contest. And now they're just not doing it. They're like, what if we do yeah, Twisted a... Metal, but without Twisted Metal? He's a mailman. He's <laughs> a mailman. What if that's the contest or something? That's really dumb. That's really dumb. I do like... See, if, if there's a piece of dialogue, or if there is a, like... I don't know, a plot point where he runs out of ammo and those guns, I'm fucking done. You might think that's a weird thing to complain about. The whole point is that, that that's like the only ammo source you can have infinite amount of. Maybe the joke is you, he never runs out. He shoots like a billion fucking bullets and he just never reloads it ever. Or just don't acknowledge it. Or just don't acknowledge <laughs> it, yeah. Like, the, I don't know. Maybe I'm taking it too literal. But it's like if they made, like, a Mass Effect movie, which they were trying to do. It's been in development hell, Like a decade? For like a, a decade? Time. Yeah. It's been floating around to a lot of studios. It's like Halo. That took a decade. Yeah. And look what you happened what? to that. It, it is like Halo. They're, they're like, oh, look at this IP, but I want to do something new with it. A.K.A. <laughs> Completely changes everything. <laughs> Oh, I'm a huge Halo fan. Plays like 20 minutes of Halo. I haven't played up. Look up. I've read the description on Wikipedia. Yeah, I read the wiki. (laughs) I should be good. The wiki on John Doe. I think I know who John Doe is. Yeah, John Doe is like an FBI agent that lost his memory after saving, like a like a museum from a no. It was like the CDC building from a bombing. But he got knocked out, lost his memory, somehow ended up in the asylum where they're pulling people for Twisted Metal Black in the contest. And if you follow his path, he just wants to know who he is because he's he, he hates living in an existence where he doesn't know himself at all. So when he wins the contest, he finds out all the information that I just said but he gets fucking gunned down and murdered at the end. So, like, he never gets to become the hero that he once was, and he had, like, a family and stuff. So it's, like, a tragic character, but now John Doe just dances to pop music in his fucking car, and, like, okay, a little weird. <laughs> should, we do, should we do a reboot it when the show comes out i think we should i think like i've never played it but it seems like something that would be easily adaptable in a tv format in a tv form yeah a movie would be complicated because you can't have the time with because like each game has like a dozen characters with like their own backstories and like different reasons why they're in the contest so like that's why mortal kombat's failed as a movie because there's just too many characters that don't have anything going on. Like, a TV show would work so much better for Mortal Kombat. But I like the idea of rebooting Twisted Metal when it's over. 
But that means I have to get Peacock, and that sucks. Is it, <laughs> is it dropping episodically, or is it just dropping? I think it's all episodically. Fuck. So we, it's ten episodes starting in July. So we gotta wait until like September. Yeah, basically. That's, that's, that's fine, but it's just I don't want to. I just want to get it over with. I know. Is that yeah? Anyway. I I'll, I'm gonna write that down actually because that's a good idea. Also, I feel like the casting is really weird. Like, yeah, John Doe's gonna play that guy. Like what? Or <laughs> Anthony Mackie's gonna yeah, play John I'm Doe. Just gonna yeah. see Anthony Mackie. That's all I heard in the trailer. Was just better strap in, and then he like goes through his music, and he's just doing this, doing the chicken dance in the fucking car. Like okay, I don't think the Deadpool writers were a bad choice. They can pull off edgy humor. Well, and like like I what? said, if they channeled OG energy, then that that makes sense. There's like Warthog. I think I might have mentioned this before. He's the tank character that I played as a lot as a kid. And his story is that he's like a hundred year old man that wants a younger body, but when he wins, his body is turned young, but his head stays old. <laughs> like it's really dumb, but like it works because it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Like, that's why, like, if that's what they were going for, then mwah, great, great. But no, use characters that are dark as fuck and have interesting backstories and just make them that original. Like, I don't know. Is that, why, is that why Black failed was because it took itself too seriously? It did okay, and it became like a cult hit in the series people either like two or black i'm more of a two fan aka that's the only one i've played <laughs> but i will get to twisted metal black eventually that's on my to-do list of like a hundred plus games that's one of my to-do list you know um when show is over okay so that was one piece of <laughs> um craven is rated r I'm curious as to why this one is rated R and not Venom or Morbius, that's which could have used an R rating. That's all you heard about it? Uh, well, there was also Rhino. Like, he, the, the guy transforms into Rhino <laughs> or something. Like, I really don't know what's going on. <laughs> Oriana DeBose is playing Calypso. Haha, <laughs> two things with Calypso. Funny I enough. hope this movie isn't good. <laughs> I want it to be bad so I can laugh at it. <laughs> I want to see the Sony-verse just be the worst thing in existence. I do, and too. make a billion dollars. <laughs> Dude, Venom 1 made almost $900 million. Or just, I'm not even joking. Or just made so much money. <laughs> but that's funny. And they just make it, make more even though it bombs because they're out of touch. Dude. El Muerto? Are you fucking kidding me? But I think, that hasn't even started. That's supposed to come out in eight months. I think Hypno Hustler is unironically actually going to be good because Danny Glover is... Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Donald Glover, Donald Glover is attached. So. <sighs> nah, it's going to be ass. It's going to be bad. I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be bad. I'm just El very... El Muerto. Bad Pro Bunny. The protege of... Uh, Alfonso, Alfonso, his son, whatever his son's name is. Oh, uh, that's going to be so bad. I can't wait. His can't. father is one of the greatest directors. Of the modern era. His, <laughs> his he sees son. his son just make El Muerto. It's going to be the worst. It's like Miyazaki. Oh, yeah. Goro just made... 
<laughs> You're awake. Let's go. His son leaves the screen. <laughs> Just I'm done. <laughs> it's our it's our it's our western. It, it's our western reflection of mm, of Goro and Halo <laughs> of the eastern. Right. Now we have Armored Core Six info dropped. There was a new trailer with gameplay that looked really good. I'm pretty sure a lot of it is like with an in-engine camera or something because they didn't show the layout, they didn't show the HUD or whatever. Yeah, but looks amazing. I'm so ready. It comes out in late August. It's, it's pretty. We close. Need a good. A lot of people have been craving for good mech game. I do like me big things destroying you shit. That's why I like War of the Monsters. You're like a 15 foot tall monster boy killing people and destroying buildings. <laughs> like, that's awesome. It's getting a remake now. Oh, yes, please. And yes, do please. War of the Monsters. I would gladly be involved in any way possible. For doing a new War of the Monsters. Santa Monica, hit me up. I would do it. I'd do it. The best hidden gems are the games nobody's talked about. Ever. ever. Like, you look up War of the Monsters and you'll get, like, two Reddit there's like, There's, like, one pitch. There's, like, one YouTube video for a pitch for the sequel that didn't do well. Like, the video. Like, 200 views, 250. Maybe, like, a thousand. But it's from, like, a small channel. And then there's like, sure, there's the wiki for the game, but there's not a lot of details, you know? A lot of the characters are just empty. Or there's like one poorly cropped image or something <laughs> like that. Like, that's the ones you gotta go after. Those, Those are ones. the true hidden gems. Not Celeste, not The Witcherino 3. That's <laughs> hidden gem. What? I know that, I thought that was a joke. Are you serious? People actually call it a hidden gem yeah people actually call no it the way. Hidden gem. oh my god people call celeste a hidden gem too it's not. <laughs> like it's one of the most widely accessible indie games in the past decade so, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about but war of the monsters is a that's an actual gem. hidden indie it's not, not an indie, indie but hidden. it wasn't indie when it came out because it had a big studio back it's a hidden gem anywho armor core looks bopping looks so good there was um an IGN interview with a producer that I watched afterwards. Had a lot of good info. They are keeping it level-based, like the original games. Yeah. There will be multiplayer, but they didn't get into specifics there. So, a lot of people were worried. Because, like, the game has, like, a ton of customization in the past. And customizing stuff now is, like, a lot of just numbers that don't mean anything. And it's like, this piece of gear will protect you from this thing. This will make that this one enemy has. What's a pose? I didn't explain what pose is. This strength is. You need a strength build, strength slash dex build in order to easily beat this boss. Or, like. Or something. So the interviewer was like, so how are you going to, like, you know, work with that? Because, like, it's a very. It's a game about customizing a big robot. So, like, people were probably worried about that. And they just said it's not about the numbers. Everything you add on to it will actually affect the game. So, like, if you have a piece of armor that, like, builds your strength, it might, like, weigh you down a little bit. You're slower. Or if you have, like, more, like, rockets or something, like, it's going to actually change the way you have to play the game. 
just like Elden Ring, like 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 other FromSoft games. If you go from a sword to like a fucking knife, <laughs> the change it just a little bit. It's like you can channel yeah. magic or like melee combat or something. Or like that. you can channel magical weapons with your faith and dex build or whatever. Something. Yeah. So it's gonna actually affect it, and I'm like, that's good. Because I hate games like Horizon that are just like, this build makes it go up slightly. <laughs> I'm like, D- does this help me in any way? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Or you can have like... Or it's like Destiny, where you're just chasing like the number as opposed to like the look yeah. or something. Not, like Elden Ring, like the numbers do and they don't matter at the same time. The armor doesn't really matter. You just go for the looks. But like, there's like... Yeah, like, different, like, you can get the, like, there's, like, the OP one that they don't really change, but then it doesn't mean these other ones are bad, it's just this one's just easier to beat the bosses, and these ones are still just fun. And the interviewer did mention, like, yeah, you haven't done one of these in a decade, and you've done a ton of Souls games, how are you gonna, like, like, what what are you gonna bring over from it, and what's gonna be different? And the guy's like, well, it's gonna be... He was very honest about, like, there's going to be, like, some inspiration, but it's still going to be very much not a Souls game. It's going to be very much still just Armored Core. And I think that's... That's probably why it's not winning Game of the Year. No, because it's not a Souls game. But it'll still be hard as fuck. (laughs) I just need to see, like, actual, like, guy playing it. I need to see how customization works. The original one had, like, 50 different things you could customize. Like, really complicated. <laughs> because, like, if we're talking, like... Uh, I, like, oh. I like Elden Ring because of its customization, too. And the different builds you can do. Like, I, while playing, I was like, damn, I kind of regret doing this because now I can't use this sword that shoots out beams out of its butthole or whatever, you know? Nice. <laughs> so now I'm like, I want to go back and do that at some point and play 60 hours to do that and try that. You know, you want to experiment with different things. Yeah. And that would work more with a shorter level-based game. Well, I, at least I hope it's shorter. <sighs> yeah. Um, speaking of short, probably not actually going to be short, Street Fighter Six demo dropped like a week ago and we just missed it we thought it was closed beta but it's actually a demo and they had a showcase recently where they showed off like a lot of the world tour which is their story mode they showed off like the arcade mode the versus matches the create a character stuff it was like 30 minutes of just info but i got it like i was already hyped for it but now that i've actually seen the details i'm like even more hyped for it i'm very excited for this game i will be buying my ps5 in the next month to get ready for it and then like three weeks later it's a final fantasy game (laughs) 80 hours let's go (laughs) time to waste your life it has even more features than the previous games but the you know the og fans don't like it because it's not turn-based and that's why I like it. I am so bad at turn-based <laughs> games. That's why I never got into the Pokemon games. I was fucking ass. I'd always just hit fight. And then my, my Pokemon would die. And I'm like, oh, 
In, in okay. Shield, all of my hours were spent just petting and playing with them. Because <laughs> I'm like, I fucking suck at the game. <laughs> so I'm just gonna... I don't care. Water water beats fire? What? That doesn't make any sense. I'll just go play little laser tag with, laser my, with tag. my cat Pokemon. And then the, there's like Gigantamax forms. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? What is going on? I, I get where you go. But, yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. I am a fan of action That's why people games. like Seven Remake, because it was a mix of both. I did like that. I don't see the turn-based in it, really. Well, because it most... had different modes. Like you, could, mm. you could switch yeah. if you wanted to. No, I kept it in the action mode. But yeah, nobody kept it in turn based, which is kind of sus, anyways. Yeah, no, crazy. they just want it there as an option. Yeah, they don't use it, but no. they just want it there as an option. Ugh, the original series was so much better. Well, actually, Final Fantasy four point six is actually better than Final Fantasy eight. Didn't didn't ask. <laughs> and you have to play Final Fantasy nine in order to understand eight's deep thematic story about. Grief. <laughs> Grief. <laughs> okay, man. Whatever you say. Okay, man. <laughs> the story is gonna be the weak link, but the gameplay is gonna be nuts. No, you've seen the giant summons. You can control the summons. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Summon battles, bro. Oh my god. And like it, it changes. So if it's like two winged things, you're flying in the air, shooting shit at each other. If you're like two mammoth beasts on the ground, you're fucking throwing each other into shit. It's a, what if it's a winged and a and you're like a lance, you like grab it by the tail. Or you're like, like a winged summon just spamming a button, <laughs> shooting down at it. The scale is fucking massive. Nuts. So. It's nuts. I'm so ready. Like the story in these games is never probably gonna be the best part of it. I don't think it will. But it's always going to be the gameplay that's so addicting. And you're just like, okay, how can I do this? As you see the numbers. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> and, like, you're performing insane <laughs> shit. It's... Oh, my God. I'm so ready. These games, like, it's not that I wasn't excited for the games that have come out or the stuff that's coming out in May. But, like, June onward has, like, a slew of games that I'm just so ready to play. I, I'm I'm really ready to just sink my teeth into these games. And then Spider-Man comes out in September. Oh my god. Right after Armored Core. I know. That's literally one week. Well, we actually don't know when in September. Or yeah. Wait. Yeah, we don't know when in September for Starfield or Spider-Man. I'm just, I'm ready. I need it. <laughs> Imagine Spider-Man comes out one week after hardcore. Like, fucking goddammit. <laughs> oh, no. I'm... Okay. Well, Anywho. Fallen Order will be... Is this year's Horizon, so... Fallen Order? I mean, Jedi Survivor is this sure. week's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. I'm excited. Alright, but now you can go into your Cinemicon. Oh, yeah. Um, just... Some things, you know, I'm excited for. Um... Ryan Gosling's new movie. He's, it's called The Fall Guy. He's a stunt guy in this one again. Okay. No, I kind of heard about that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then Kung Fu Panda Four has the villain finally. The chameleon summons villains from his past. Yeah. Neat. There should be a trailer. Um, Give me the trailer. And Disney is suing Florida. I did government. see that. I did see that. Because the government, what, they spoke against the 
governor because they didn't like DeSantis. his policies. And he's like, what? How dare you have free speech? How dare you? <laughs> what the fuck? And so he started... Well, that and they took away... To so, like... Yeah. Disney has had a lot of... They're, like, one of the biggest money makers for Florida. And they have had laws set up where they can have, like, their own private, basically, nation built into Florida, basically. Where Disney runs everything. And, like, they, they barely get taxed or something crazy. But because they don't like the governor, he's like, well, fuck you. <laughs> We're taking those laws away. And then it's like, well... The governor wanted a private Disney World. <laughs> or something. Didn't want a private Disney World. Oh, I he didn't know. want a private Disney World? Oh. And, oh. I thought it was about free speech. It's both. It's both. So both are shitty. Yeah. That's what you're saying. It's two people that are assholes. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how that works. Anywho. Um, yeah, there's the Transformers origin movie, which is called Transformers 1. Oh, it's still called Transformers 1? Yeah. I mentioned that last week. <laughs> nice. It's, but, you know, we have the cast. Chris Hemsworth's Optimus Prime. Let's go! Brian Tyree Henry Megatron. That's... Scarlett Johansson as Alita. I don't like that either. Just oh, I forgot hear, she was cast. That's we're just going to hear Scarlett Johansson. Keegan-Michael Key's Bumblebee. I, that's perfect. John Hamm as Sentinel Prime. We'll have to see. And Lawrence Fishburne as Alpha Tryon. That's that's kind of... that's. I haven't heard... I don't think I've heard Lawrence Fishburne voice act. But we'll see. Uh, and yeah, this sort of... Chris Hemsworth cast as Optimus Prime is just... It sounds like Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. Like or Chris just, Pratt is Mario. Oh, you're just going to hear the yeah. same as Scarlett Johansson as Alita. Yeah. So, you know the onion? Yeah. I've shown you the onion. What did they say? Goofy beats Ross <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they're like a parody account, but they're doing some like insane shit. Like Elon Musk posted about it. It's like, the onion's not very funny anymore. <laughs> like, okay, man, whatever you say. I thought it was dark as shit, but like really funny. <laughs> and then they posted a separate article in quotes. That's pretty funny. Um, cause, yeah, okay. Chuck Freeman, Mickey Mouse, come for me, DeSantis. I will drink your blood and bathe in your children's fear. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> so this is the, the headline, and then you go through, and it's like a bunch of fake people. <laughs> Short right operator, Mike. <laughs> like it's really dumb but <laughs> some of them are so graphic and it's like really funny because of just like how blunt and insane it is there's a couple trailers as well but I don't know if you want to save that till later what are you looking up well, um, are you aware of the book Blood Meridian? Yes, yes. It's made a comeback recently, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know, I 
I watch a couple Windigoon videos, you know, once when I, in a while if I have time. You heard, you know, Windigoon. His videos are really long, so I yeah, the five-hour Blood Meridian. I got yeah, I didn't, I don't watch that. But I got an hour in, and I'm like, okay, I might just want to read this for myself. Yeah, it's getting an adaptation now, film. Nice with you... John Hillcoat, whoever that is. I guess that's something to keep an eye on. Okay, but Blood Meridian. This is what I heard. Um, anyways. Uh, in sad news, Respawn CEO wants to make Titanfall sequel, but there are no plans yet. Well, fuck you two. Then. <laughs> I guess I won't uh, be giving. Well, I guess I'm not a fan anymore. Bye, bye, Survivor. Anyway, he did this after on purpose. Mm, of course, after you gave him money. He's like, We're not working on one yet, by the way, guys. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> Would you have boycott and not bought Survivor? I'm, I need Titanfall 3. Oh, God damn it. What happened to B? BD. Wait. Bebop in box. <laughs> what Bebop. happened to... What happened to... Bebop. What's the robot's name again? <laughs> it starts with a B. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. B8. B8? B9. BT. 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 <laughs> what happened to BT, man? I need my BT to be alive. God damn it. Just don't get it. Just don't. You don't understand the complexity. The complexity. The. Yeah, the community has, like, gone into schizophrenia. Like, they're <laughs> act, they actually genuinely think, like, the third game came out. <laughs> oh, really? What? <laughs> they're fucking crazy. They're delusional. <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh. It's a shared delusion. Is, yeah, this new weapon is so great, guys. What's your favorite class in Titanfall 3? Mine is definitely the Rhino Buster 3000. <laughs> Rhino <What>? Buster? <laughs> Excuse me. The Rhino I think Buster. Cooper and BT's dynamic is even better in Titanfall 3 than 2. Huh? <laughs> What's happening? Casually loses mind. <laughs> like, what? Okay. There were trailers this week actually yeah taika waititi's new movie next goal wins based on a true story in quotes there's a documentary that's been out for like almost a decade about the same story but no, he's making a movie <laughs> about them just not winning just being or do they losers. just score one goal i think that's probably gonna be the end of the movie they score their first goal <laughs> And they're like, let's go. The game doesn't even finish. They just, they just leave. They scored their first goal. Everyone leaves. It's just over. And everyone's just like, Jover. it's Jover. It's not Jover. <laughs> That's funny. It looks good. This is what happens when you let them have control. That's not in Marvel. You should have made a joke about Love and Thunder. And the hate of Thor Love and Thunder. No, I just of... yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, there was the new Disney animated movie Wish. It looks like the uh, it looks like a uh, one of the movie animate, uh, nomination. Oh, of course, I've been so... calling that since the beginning. I knew it was going to be nominated. You know, as soon as that Disney popped, I'm like, ah, this is going to be in the. In animation nomination animated nomination see i think enough people right now no one is predicting it to win when they're talking about an animated film they're either going with spider-verse 2 or the miyazaki one 
which is like that's great we need to keep this non-disney energy going you know but i have this feeling that it could encanto itself (laughs) where like encanto's not number one or it's like kind of people's number one but then it gets good reviews and the soundtrack goes fucking insane and they just give it like five nominations so glad we're not in school anymore so we can just hear people go fucking crazy over the movie people loved Encanto I <laughs> Jake our our uh, guest on it he did a review for it for the news which we did a live stream on last week when we went through my reviews but he did reviews and it was he gave it like a 4 and that's what I have it at <laughs> a 4 out of 10 but everyone's like, oh my god, the soundtrack's so good. And I'm like, there's one track I remember. Not even that, it's just catchy. <laughs> it's not even that it's good, it's just like earwormy. It's like Let It Go. It's not a good song. Yeah. But like, it can't leave. It's stuck. <laughs> just because something can stick doesn't mean it's good. That's true. And then it got nominated for Best Score. And I'm like, what score? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm like, what? Don't nominate French Dispatch, which is one of the best scores of the year. Or Spencer. I'm like, fuck. Really? Encanto? Fuck you. <laughs> Can't wait for the Encan- Encanto live-action remake, though. Ooh, that'll be... In the next five years, that'll happen. Oh my god. <laughs> In the next... With Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Bruno. Fuck you. <laughs> no, we gotta get live action Jean Leguizamo. <laughs> Let's go. Jean Leguizamo. Hey, you can pull it off. He looks like a bum now. <laughs> Bass. Isn't he like 50 something? He's getting. He's not old, but he's getting old. He's, he's getting old. His best performance was Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. Just dunking on the Mario movie. <laughs> the original is better because it's. Um, it's a, it's off. It's it's a cyberpunk so bad film. it's good, and it's about how people in the future will see this one people as a superior race to all the others, and it's about you know lower class workers rising themselves up to take down the higher class work. The higher what the class. Fu- what are you it? on? About? No, I've it? never seen it. King Koopa is like. He's a rich guy, and then the Lord... Like, actually, like, the movie is actually in, like, just a cyberpunk movie. Okay. (laughs) What? They were heavily inspired by Blade Runner. (laughs) They were heavily inspired by... At that time, it would have been... Blade Runner. That had been out for a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had the Bob-Bob. The Bob-Bob. Did they? Yeah, they had a Bob-Bob... I just remember... And it, like, climbed up the wall. And then it, like, dropped down onto... King Koopa. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah, that's... And the toad... Not toads. The Goombas looked fucking (laughs) abysmal. He's trying to create a superior race. Yoshi. He's just a velociraptor. He plays God by bringing back the dinosaurs. It is literally just Blade Runner. Blade Runner. And... Then, oh yeah, Wish. We didn't even talk about it. We just started talking <laughs> about Mario. It looks okay. Uh, the music, like, I'm, I don't know. I like Chris Pine. But I don't really care. <laughs> the movie's 
one of the movies of all time. You have to, you have to sound like you know Harry Styles. You know, it's just feels like a movie, like a go to the theater, go to the theater movie. (laughs) Chris Pine is just this lion, just staring. He's disassociated. (laughs) He wants to fucking die. Have you seen the one with? Well, it's another... Have you seen the one with Ryan Gosling disassociating and then Dennis Villeneuve is just talking in the background and then Ana de Armas is just looking at Ryan Gosling and just... <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> it's so good. He's dis- just staring off. He gen- he doesn't he doesn't care. He's off in another world and then Ana de Armas is laughing because he's just in his own bubble. <laughs> Uh okay. Um it looks fine. It's like a weird 2D thing added on top of it. Imagine actually drawing something in 2D Disney. You fuckers. <laughs> Why not? You lazy bums. I don't know. I'm annoyed. If it wins, I'm going to be so bad. What else was there? There's probably a couple more, but I don't really care enough. We're going to get into other stuff. What are you looking at? I'm going to see if maybe I can try and find the video. There. Yeah, I found it, so I'll just save it for the, later. The funny. I'll just save it for later. Doesn't turn it on. <laughs> um, okay. So, now. Oh, shoot. Okay. <clears throat> we have our movie recommend. But we do you have any other reviews before we get to that? I have two. Kind of. Uh, I do not think so. No. No games. I don't think I. I don't. I didn't finish no games. No. We can go dance. Okay. So. I wanted to talk about. What are you doing? <laughs> Love, death, and robots. I don't know why. But I was on like a weird kick early in the week. I got back from work and I'm just like, damn. I really want to watch some Love, Death, and Robots. So I did. And then and now I'm going to talk about it. I've seen every episode. So I didn't. I, I was interested in season one. But waited until season two was coming out. And then I just watched both seasons back to back. And then season three came out last year. And it dropped the weekend that my brother graduated college and we were camping. And that was like the big thing. So there was literally no internet. Nothing. But my body was severely messed up from the night before. So it's four o'clock and I'm just like, oh yeah, I love Death and Robots. (laughs) Four o'clock in the morning. And just... I use all of my data to watch Love, Death, and Robots in my in fucking in my tent by myself, freezing my ass off. I'm just like Love, Death, and Robots. Um, oh, there's a storm going outside. No, no storm. Screaming in the background because they're fucking dying. <laughs> dying. Dying from bears. Like, some people brought their RVs, and there was, like, rentable campers and stuff, but I'm just in a tent. <laughs> just one. <laughs> I'm in like my sleeping bag and my blanket is over me 
And then I'm just like holding it as close to my face as possible. Just watching Love, Death, and Robots. Well, just as a side thing, that's the one thing that sucks about camp. Like, I like camping. It's just when you're out in a tent at night and it's fucking cold out <laughs> and you can't sleep. Or if there's a storm outside, you just can't sleep. Because for some reason, there's always like a horrible storm when you go camping. Of course. Is it just, yeah. is it just me? Yeah. No, no, it's happened to me. <laughs> but... And our tents are old. They're not waterproofed. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so like, when we were really young, me, my sister, and my dad were in a tent. We planned the whole weekend out. And the first night, it rained so hard. There was, like, standing water in our tent. So we were drenched. Everything was drenched. We got up and left. When we were driving home, it stopped. And it didn't rain the rest of the weekend. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> we were so pissed. Because we planned the whole weekend. And it's like, you're fucking serious. It stopped. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We could have had like a great night. We still had a bunch of leftover food and stuff. So we were like really annoyed. But back to it. So yeah, I watched. I like drank a lot the night before. But, like, we were in a contained family environment, so it's okay. And then I drank a lot of water the next morning because my stomach was messed up. But we cooked, like, breakfast sandwiches. Over the grill? Over the fire? We, or, so, or... okay, we made, we pre-cooked them at home, like, a couple days before. We wrapped them in tin foil, and we kept them in a fridge. And then we had a, like, yeah, like a cooker that like our uncle brought and then we just like put something over it and let the tin foil cook or not the tin foil but like the stuff in the tin foil cook. yeah the putting wrapping something in tin foil and then putting it in the microwave helps it cook better too it helps it keep except tin foil <laughs> <laughs> should not be in the fucking microwave <laughs> no we had it in the in, in, a, in a cooker outside I think it was like coal or something, <clears throat> but it, it was pretty good. I liked it. I had a bacon. One. I had a bacon. One. So, anywho, love death and robots. The reason why I watch this show is because the idea of an anthology animated sci-fi show. Yes, please. Yes, please. God damn. I'm. So, I. They've. They've utilized. They've basically just monetized potential because nearly every episode is mediocre or bad <laughs> in my eyes like there's so many like hyper realistic ones and those are the most uninteresting because like there's one with michael b jordan where he's like laying against a table and there's a robot and then he shoots the robot and the episode's over like that's it that's the episode that and it's like but it's like hyper realistic so you like see the sweat pores and stuff like cool that's what this I've is like a waste of time this is like a waste of time that's what i've been waiting a week to see that was just a man sweating his balls out <laughs> what is that from spongebob <laughs> oh really what well no there was the last episode where you know patchy the pirate had to get the tape so we went on a treasure hunt to get the last episode tape you know, went back when they had lost oh tapes, yeah, yeah, and stuff. But you know, lost episodes. Sweating his balls. But it, it wasn't him saying sweating his balls off. But it was 
yeah, he puts it in and it was just SpongeBob making goofy faces for like five minutes. And he's like, that was it. That's it. <laughs> and I don't remember the rest. Well, that gets but... memed because a lot yeah, of people are like, that's that was, it. That's it. That was just gay sex. <laughs> that's just gay porn. <laughs> that's it. That's that was meme. just only fan porn. <laughs> that's it. That's the meme. That was just two gay black men twerking. <laughs> Uh, so my favorite two episodes funnily enough are from the same director um the, it's the my favorite episode is like a literal masterpiece called Gibarro it's a Spanish folklore story about a deaf knight oh, yeah. that comes across a siren but because he's deaf he's not like lured by her so she becomes infatuated with them. It's like a weird romance. And it's like like live action first because they get like a bunch of dancers to do stuff and it looks like realistic, but it's like Spider-Verse animation weirdly layered on top of it. It's like like choppy editing and it has like camera frames that like like move in like weird directions and it just like ugh, it's probably soda water it's probably nasty it's just water oh. but either way it's like really well crafted audiovisual treat it's not a single line of dialogue in the whole thing it's like 18 minutes long very good i i absolutely that's that's like a 10 out of 10 episode right there that's i'm glad the director won an emmy for that Cause that shit's really good. Is that the guy who's working on a skeleton crew, or Ahsoka or whatever? Is he? Which wasn't there a Love, Death, and Robots guy who was working on some of those episodes? Let me see. His name is Alberto. Um. Or was it just like a producer or something? No, it was a director. So this was the art director of Spider-Verse. Yeah. That did two episodes of Love, Death, and Robots. And then he won Emmys for Love, Death, and Robots. No, it was the, the director of Spider-Verse. Never mind who was working on that episode or something. Yeah. yeah. I remember um, now. Okay. But yeah. The, there's 30 episodes and I would only recommend maybe like 10 of them. <laughs> Which is really sad. Like, there are some episodes that are just like... One Piece fans. <laughs> There's only like 300 episodes, but I'd probably say you just watch like five. Twenty. You like... have to watch them in order, because then you get to those without context. <laughs> You're just like, do I need the context? Yeah, you need the context. Doesn't need the context. There's no book Yeah, I perfectly understand the character's motivations just by watching this out-of-context episode. No. <laughs> and they have growth now I hope that growth stays for the rest of the show disappears next episode hey it's like Evangelion <laughs> anywho um, I have learned my lesson doesn't learn lesson exactly it's about lesson exactly it has to relearn lesson three times so at the fucking show I will not I will not be a lonely degenerate anymore <laughs> becomes lonely degenerate I will not be depressed and learn bravery <laughs> becomes a, loses bravery <laughs> becomes a lonely fucker again <laughs> Leon <laughs> I 
I will learn to not be depressed. <laughs> the second he gets home. <laughs> drink. Mmm, my favorite drink. Poison. <laughs> poison. My favorite drink. Poison. Um, that is alcohol. Alcohol is poison for your soul. That's young child. <laughs> young child. Um, God. Yeah. Not. Like, I would recommend people watch it because, like, the opinions are so different on each episode. Some people, like, like, there are some people that have, like, really high ratings for all the episodes. There's some people that fucking hate nearly every episode. I'm in the middle. I like some, but a lot of them just meh. That's why I want you to watch it. See your opinion. I like anthology shows, but... But? But. <laughs> but. The David Fincher episode was pretty good, though. That's a lot of time. What's it about? So it's about exactly you can't explain. I was about to explain though. <laughs> exactly you can't. So it's explain. based off of like an old tale. It's about a Zero massive killer. crustacean in a ship, and basically the main character, who's played by Troy Baker, he's actually pretty good in the episode, um, is slowly feeding his crew to the crustacean. And it's more like a human condition episode. It's and it's like, like really good. It's like, it's like Among it, Us. It's uh, mm? <laughs> Except you know who the imposter is right away. Yeah, you follow the imposter. You follow which is how the Among Us movie should work. I think so, yeah. Because like, I don't know. It's a really good episode. Like, it's another hyper-realistic one. But the models are like weirdly like jagged. And, like, I don't know. It's a good episode. It's very David Finchery. It's, like, 22 minutes. And it's a slow burn. So there's episodes that are, like, five minutes? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> there's fuck? some that are, like, 22 minutes. And there's, some, there's like, a yogurt comedy episode. That's, like, six minutes. Like, the, the average episode's probably, like, 15. Some of them are so fucking boring like there's ones that are just like that that, that that think they're deep but it just comes off as just like pretentious yeah a little bit <laughs> i don't know i will watch every season that goes that comes out because like i want it to be good you're gonna get black mirror now that it's back uh i i haven't gotten into black mirror um it's not that I haven't seen Black Mirror. I've seen some Black Mirror episodes. But I I don't know. Like it's just, like every all of them are an hour. Like Christ. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a big risk with anthology stuff cuz like yeah, you if it's an hour but it's ass. Like just, that's just you're wasting an hour of your time. Anthology stuff in general. That's why I didn't watch um Visions or Visions cuz I'm like, well, like I guarantee like Five of the six episodes are going to be mid or bad, and they're just going to be one that's amazing. But you got to get wanna... through the mud to get to the diamond. <laughs> it's too much. Though. It's and as a kid watching, <laughs> yeah, there's like five episodes of the Clone Wars that are good in this season. Trust me, guys. <laughs> guys, guys, trust me. It's really good. Just trust me. Trust me. Tr what? What happened? Oh, nothing. I'm. Just, I just realized I did, I didn't save it on my hard drive. Whoops. Save what? What? Oh, this. So oh, I'm whoopsie. just gonna delete like episode like. No, don't delete anything. 
Why are you deleting stuff? I, we still have the uh, MP3 file still. We just need to get rid of the Audacity thing. Okay. This is going to say, if we make a website eventually, we got to keep every yeah. episode. It's fine if we have the MP3 file. It's just, I'm just deleting this so we have more space. We still have six hours. Yeah, but this is taking up space on my generic computer. Generic. That's why. <laughs> so I'm just anyway. going to try and find it. Yeah. I. A lot of sidetracks when talking about this, but I really. I like the. Yeah, they've they've monetized potential basically. I like some episodes, some are mid, and that's all I can really say. Um, now we just have our one review, and then I have another awards year because it's been three weeks. Oh my goodness! Epic, epic. Um, so do you want to do the movie recommendation now, or do you want to do the award year now? Doesn't matter to me. That doesn't help. <laughs> um, we'll do the award year, because I know, can speed through it pretty quick. We're only an hour in, so... That's true. Alright, so this year is... We've actually seen, not the winner, but the one that was like supposed to win, in quotes... We're doing the year of La La Land and Moonlight, and what movie was snubbed that year, right? 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 Hey, how'd you know? Holy right? shit, that was actually oh, the one I oh, was yeah. doing. Oh my god! I just guessed because because we watched a movie that was snubbed. <laughs> we did. Wait, what? For twenty sixteen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It had zero shot, but like it was snubbed. Just saying. Just saying. Okay, so yeah, La La Land. Was, was is, the, that, is that why you picked this year? <laughs> I actually didn't time it. I planned this out a couple months ago. Oh, okay. So, like, just it just, it, it, it timed kind of nicely, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so, Moonlight wins in one of the biggest upsets, maybe ever, at the Oscars. Because it's, like, the low, it's the most inexpensive movie ever made to win Best Picture. Even for, like, movies back in the day. Like, holy shit. <laughs> like, holy shit. Um... It was about, like, a gay black kid just going through life. It was, like, not like a meandering movie, but it was, like, and it took its time. It was slow. It was what people who haven't seen it are calling Oscar. <laughs> now, Have most people... I haven't. I want to. It was on Netflix, but then it wasn't. <laughs> um, it only won Golden Globe drama because... It wasn't competing with La La Land, which was in the musical category. That's literally the only reason why it won. Um, yeah, La La Land won literally everything. <laughs> it won every major precursor, except for SAG Ensemble. But that went to fucking Hidden Figure. Hidden Figures. Yeah, like La La Land, like got the most tied the most nominations ever for a movie at the oscars with 14 it was yeah. on track <laughs> to win like nine oscars by like precursor wins and stuff like this was gonna be one of the biggest oscar sweeps people had seen since like slumdog millionaire or even more and it was lala land too which is really weird to me 
but we, I, get I don't where coming from what they were coming from. I guess, yeah. I don't love it, but like every win it got, I'm not mad about. Like yeah. weird, weirdly enough, like I don't love it, but the things it won, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't hate that win, you know. Um, and a lot of people are like, well, why didn't it win? And my guess is that it was probably just that it was number one for like six months <laughs> the moment it dropped at like tiff in september people were like mm, yes best picture and then it just steamrolled everything it won everywhere it was just the biggest oh it can't lose it can't lose <laughs> possible it can't possibly lose. and the winner goes to la oh. yeah it's so fun <laughs> they they read emma stone's best actress card and we're just like yeah that makes sense la la land yeah of course <laughs> They just said, yeah, La La Land. See, if if they accidentally read, like, the best actor card, which went to Manchester by the Sea, they wouldn't have read it. They would have changed it. But they saw La La Land, and they're like, yeah, it's been winning a ton tonight. It has to be La La Land. So they just <laughs> said La La Land. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, no. What? What the fuck? I don't know who caught it, but there was probably a producer that was like, shit, wait, shit. And then grabbed the best actor card and like hauling ass, you know? It was like, I need a hero. Starts playing. He's like running through the backstage, like hopping over the props and stuff. Wait, did they accidentally switch one of the cards? Is that what happened? So they were supposed to grab a best uh, picture card, but they got... So they make two sets. Oh. They make the, the one that gets read in like a backup, just in case like one gets missing. So they switched cards by accident. And then they just read Emma Stone and then La La Land and then just said La La Land. No, it's the, it's the janitor. Yeah, the janitor. He finds it by the... Yeah, the janitor. Holy oh, shit. Oh, dude, 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 dude. I need a hero. He's like hopping oh, over stuff. He's doing like front flips and shit. There's like there's like a grate, you know, that's like holding up something. And he like does a Spider-Man thing where he goes through the grate. He like spins through it. And then he like reaches the front. Here's the car. And they like slam it under the producer's chest. And he's like, oh, shit. He runs out. He's just like, <laughs> stop stop it's not but they announced it too yeah they announced it so they're like stop. so yeah the guy like runs out there and he's just it's not dude i remember seeing the reaction because like on the uh youtube channel they kept the announcement <laughs> so the first three minutes of the video are la la land winning in the next five minutes are them fucking up, getting the Moonlight people up to the stage, and then them doing their acceptance speech. So two movies won that year. That's the Based. canon end. That's the good ending. The good end. There was a tie. <laughs> there was a tie. That's what they should have did. The good yeah. ending. The two tie movies. has to be, like, exactly the same amount. Because every time there has been a tie in the past... The rule was if they're within five votes of each other, they both win. Has there been? There's been two winners before? Yeah. There was a sound editing win that had two. The most infamous one in the 60s, there were two Best Actress winners. They haven't happened very often, but they have had ties. See, 
something learn something new every day. Yeah, exactly. I'm just thinking about the janitor who's just drenched in sweat as he's on his knees. Yeah, he he <sighs> Arthur he was, Morgan. Yeah, he like he kneels. He's, he's slightly overweight, so he's like breathing heavy. He's like ha- he's going into cardiac arrest. <laughs> but he gets he, forgotten to time because he dies that night. Yeah, he like he's up against like the backstage, and he's just having this like, and he just like closes his eyes, and then they're like there's the cheering for Moonlight, and then he's just like dead in the back, <laughs> sheds a single tear, <laughs> pulls out a card. That has like his sons on it or something. It turns out his he has an adoptive son who is also black and gay. Mm, mm. So it's it's personal. It's personal. He didn't care until he saw it. He was like, oh. yeah, he's one of those. He's like, oh my god. Anywho, but he was very vocal on social media about how Moonlight much he, about was so Moonlight good and how it changed him. Anywho, there were seven other movies nominated. <laughs> so probably keep going. Uh, Manchester by the Sea was number three. Because it won too big. You watch that. That's a literally me movie. It is a literally me movie. <laughs> it's free on Prime. We might have to recommend it one of these weeks, maybe. Um, that was nominated everywhere. Fuck me. Hacksaw written. <laughs> uh, nominated at Golden Globe Critics Choice and PGA. Um, it's fun. <laughs> it is certainly a war movie that is slanted for Republican Christians. It is certainly Jackbox. The tribute, the Wheel of Enormous Proportions, has <laughs> uh, has one of the, has a voting thing. Well, not a voting thing, but it has you know one of the trivia questions is if 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 you made a uh, best picture winner, uh, what would what would be in the movie? And it was oh everything wait, you'd ex- oh no, sure a, yeah it yeah. was a ranking. It wasn't Wheel of, of like what like the tropes ranking. of a war movie. No, the or tropes of a best picture winner. It was mm, for okay. pull mine. Pull yeah, mine, yeah, yeah. And you okay, have to okay, rank okay. it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was that was pretty good. Yeah, but, that makes. Yeah, that it was like you know sense. war, World War Two. There was the or Vietnam. Child. Those are the only two wars. <laughs> child with gr- amazing talent. Uh, love never fails. <laughs> Base. Uh, it's a good game. Of, that's a good game. Um. Okay. So then we have Hell or High Water. Do you know what this is? It's a neo-western from the writer of Sicario, and he does Yellowstone. Taylor Sheridan. Oh, is that why Yellowstone is so good, apparently? It's because it's Sicario, man? It's a neo-western, yeah. So Hell or High Water got, like... It was, like, people thought it was going to be, like a nothing movie but it would just exceeded expectations and then sort of got in unexpectedly you know um arrival we've seen arrival arrival's really good you have to watch it again i can't Um, wait to watch it again yeah critics choice pga bafta um lion this was the last weinstein company movie ever nominated for best picture no no good fuck you <laughs> but um i hear is really good my uh mom my stepmom doesn't matter i just call her mom she is like yo have you seen lion i'm like no she's like you should watch lion it's really good and then i'm just like okay and then i don't watch it and then a year later the topic comes up again it's like yo have you seen lion no you should watch it and then it just keeps repeating i i, I still haven't seen yo, have it. you seen lion i haven't seen lion oh, we'll get to it eventually yeah 
should watch it. Uh, Fences. This is the Denzel Washington directed movie based off of the play by August Wilson. And Denzel Washington was in the play and he won a Tony for it. He's almost got an EGOT. Almost, maybe. I don't know if he has an Emmy. But yeah, I for sure know he doesn't have a Grammy. <laughs> well, he'll get he'll make an album. Eventually. Just like Brie Larson. Did she win it? She started as a singer. Well, oh, yeah, she did. Win, yeah. But she started as a singer. She did. And then, yeah, the last one was Hidden Figures. That's a funny movie. It's, I think it's not bad. It's pretty funny, though. It's okay. I liked it. The only thing, I, we watched it in the class, the, the true crime class, right? Hidden Figures? A movie about the black women that helped Neil Armstrong into space? Is that what you're talking about? No. What are you on about? Fucking crazy. <laughs> See, this was like an obvious top nine because all of these movies were nominated for director or screenplay. This makes sense. There was like no other movie that got that. Like, Loving was like a romance that got okay reviews, that got like one nomination. People thought that would have gotten him. Uh, Sully, this, I think this is Clint Eastwood. This is the movie about the old guy played by Tom Hanks that gets the plane in the harbor and then saves everyone. Oscar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oscar like, Bain. pretty much everything Tom Hanks comes out with nowadays? Basically, basically. Um, I, Daniel Blake, was a British film, I believe, that won the Palme d'Or that got quite a few BAFTA nominations and zero Oscar nominations. And then there's like some Golden Globe comedy contenders. Uh, Deadpool got two Golden Globe nominations. And also got PGA. But they like superhero movies. They nominated Black Panther 2. <laughs> <laughs> the best superhero movie. They also nominated Wonder Woman. So... You know. <laughs> oh, we forgot about. We forgot. I forgot to talk about that. What are you talking about? What do you want about? Zack Snyder said that. Um, All the that the gods were the Kryptonian. Gods were Kryptonians. <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, that's what I saw. So fucking glad he's not attached to that universe anymore. Yeah, he's actually really stupid. <laughs> um, all right, so best director, Damien Chazelle for La La Land. That's actually a good pick. He directed it very well. It's you just, could. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like. Yeah. If it won screenplay, then I'd be mad. But directing, I'm fine with. He, he I could win like. for everything I've seen so far, and I, I'm. He should have won for okay Whiplash, except Inuritu did a great job for Birdman. So I don't know who I would have given it to that year. Too many good picks. <laughs> Too many good picks. Uh, probably Clint Eastwood. Mm, let's go, American Sniper. <laughs> American yeah, Sniper. I think American Sniper is my favorite movie. That year, 24. 24. My yeah. favorite movie of that year was not any of the good movies. <laughs> it was American Sniper. It was uh, really captured what it was like to be in the Iraq. Iraq was it Iraq? Iraq War. That was the first of the wars in the two thousands, right? Iraq. I think it was. Yeah. <sighs> There's too many. There's too <laughs> many. I'm so glad we sent our troops off into the Iraq War. for a pointless war, completely 
point. That definitely was not a big conspiracy to go to war because our our military is our, our our government is definitely does not feed off of war. No, no, not, not as slightest. We're no. not fed by We're... war. We we have not had. Oh, we've only had nine years of peace in this country. Wasn't it twenty? Yeah, it was like twenty something. I'd like to keep going though. We're in the second yeah. category. Yeah, sorry, I don't We're mean to get political. But... I don't mean to get political or anything, but it goes on political <laughs> spiel. <laughs> okay, um, Kenneth Lonergan, Manchester by the Sea, nominated everywhere. Only two people were nominated everywhere that year. Um, Kenneth Lonergan was like a playwright, and he did a lot of like great work before Manchester by the Sea, and he won screenplay, and we'll get to that later. Barry Jenkins. Moonlight missed Best Director, but he was nominated for um, nearly everything else. He got in Denis Villeneuve, his only director nomination. I mean, it's not a bad pick, but still. No, it's not a bad pick. He got nominated everywhere except for Golden Globe, I guess. Maybe we'll get him this year. You'll get him this year, Denis. No, it's You'll a sequel. He didn't even get in for the first one. You'll get him this year, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis, villain away thing. Um, and then Mel Gibson, Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, he directed that? <laughs> yeah, he did. God damn. <laughs> he already had an Oscar for directing for Braveheart. Um, yeah. <laughs> I always imagine Mel Gibson having a massive ego. Oh, yeah, he's also, you know extremely racist that too sexist i'm pretty sure he's been caught saying some anti-semitic stuff as well he's not racist because he made that one movie where he they had the entire uh indigenous cast apocalypto apocalypto baby (laughs) that Um, was probably completely right to how they acted totally totally um not racist in the slightest no. so <laughs> had a white guy there wasn't the like a clear number six some people thought it could be denzel washington for fences but from what i've heard it's not the most like directed movie i mean i didn't think hexar ridge was either but that's fine <laughs> um garth davis for lion got dga um david mckenzie did hell or high water the one that got two nominations was tom ford for nocturnal animals now this was a movie that was extremely hit or miss got one nomination at the oscars we'll get to that later but it got nine bafta nominations nine (laughs) and not even best picture it got nine without best picture like that's really strange and it got director at bafta but it, it was hit or miss and no one really knew what it was going on with it. It's like a it was a lot of people that I followed at the time were like really pretentious about it and loved it. They're like, this is a brilliant masterpiece. There's a lot of layers to it. Like, okay. Like onions. Like onions. <laughs> um, yeah, anywho. Best actor. Casey Affleck. Manchester by the Sea. You okay? You just smacked yourself. <laughs> Um, so he won Golden Globe, Critics' Choice, and BAFTA. So what happened here was that he was winning everything at first, but there were some controversies that came out about him. 
where he you know he did some he did some naughties. He did some naughties. Whoopsies. He did some whoopsies. He wasn't the bad. He was in the timeout chair. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. And he didn't win SAG because of it. SAG gave it to Denzel Washington for fences. Um, I'm pretty sure Denzel Washington went to number one on Gold Derby, but Casey Affleck won at the end. Um, Ryan Gosling, La La Land. His second and last nomination. Until this year, baby, where he's going to sweep. He's going to be the Kihoi Kwan of this year. Okay, but he's a straight white guy. (laughs) Yeah, except he's a straight white guy and has no story. (laughs) It's just the funny guy. It's just the me. He's literally me. Um, That's fucking stupid. They should do that. Do an ironic vote. Please. Please, Academy. Please. Let Barbie win. Give it to me now. Give me the Oscar, you son of a fucking murder son are you okay you alright you okay agent 47 good job agent 47 you okay no no you're having some issues over there agent 47 Agent 47. Agent 47. We got your mom on hostage situation. Your mom is in a hostage situation. Your mom is a hostage Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Casually puts mom in in peril. Beep. Beep up and rocks it. What? Um. What? Oh. It's just a fancy poster. Okay. Sorry. Um. Awkward. What are you talking about? Awkward. I'm just, just checking out Letterbox. Oh, why okay. is everyone watching Mad Max 2? Because they can. Why Why did two of my people that I follow watch Mad Max 2? Randomly? Just randomly. Okay. Why? Because they can. Is it like the anniversary of Mad Max or what? Uh-oh. <laughs> Anywho, I'd like to keep going. So, okay. Um, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge was nominated everywhere. For some reason, he was, he was good. I I wouldn't have voted for him. Like what? <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Uh, Vigo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic. It's like an indie comedy, and he just got nominated nearly everywhere except for Critics' Choice. There wasn't really a number six. It was a pretty locked up top five. Best Actress: Emma Stone in La La Land. Put you lala these nuts in your mouth. Ooh, dude, got him. <laughs> She's good. I'm fine with the win. She cried. I think. A couple times. Yeah, but she also sang and was really good. Oh, yeah, she did sing, too, a couple yeah. times. She didn't win Critics' Choice, but she won everything else. <laughs> um, Natalie Portman won Critics' Choice for Jackie. Same director of spencer and then uh yeah oh she played jack uh, jackie, jackie kennedy kennedy whatever yeah her last name is right after kennedy. john kennedy got fucking shot. <laughs> um, that's pretty cool um who said she didn't do it me <laughs> you know who did it i do know who did it 
Okay. Um, Isabelle Huppert for an international Huppert. film called Huppert. So you say it. For L. Uh, <laughs> L. <laughs> uh, one Golden Globe drama while Emma Stone won Golden Globe comedy. Uh, Meryl Streep gets her what, 20th nomination. I'm not even fucking joking. <laughs> she got her 20th nomination. Oh, that that's what the other thing was in the Jackbox was that Meryl Streep was just an option. <laughs> Meryl movie Streep. has to have Meryl Streep to win Best Picture. Meryl Streep. There's only been uh, two? No. Only two? Best Picture winners with Meryl Streep in it? But that defeats the whole purpose of the joke. Because <laughs> I want a World War II movie starring Meryl, Meryl Streep uh, about how love never fails. And, and it's about, it's about the talent, Holocaust. It's about a talented child, too. And in the Holocaust. In the Holocaust. World War II. World War II. Yeah. Um, can you say this? Ruth. It's easy to say. No, you're not gonna go for it. Nope. Okay. So Ruth Nega, that's for what loving, I thought, but I was afraid I was just gonna. Uh, for loving, she was great in passing. She should have been nominated for that, but she, she was nominated for lead for loving. Should have just did Ruth Nija. That's not it. Um, what? Who was snubbed? The big snub here was Amy Adams for Arrival, who's nominated everywhere. Um, she was great. Probably one of her best performances that I've seen from her. Outside of Enchanted, yeah. I have not seen Enchanted. <laughs> I've seen Disenchanted, where she's fucking atrocious. <laughs> but I haven't seen Enchanted. <laughs> um, other... Disenchanted actually fucking awful. It's really fucking bad. <laughs> I don't know why I saw that and not Enchanted. But I saw it and well, it was Enchanted really atrocious. Wasn't good either, so... <laughs> okay. Um, so you're not missing out. On other it. people that got random nominations. Emily Blunt for a mid-movie called Girl on the Train. It's like a thriller. But she got SAG and BAFTA. <laughs> like, what? It's okay. about a girl on a train. <laughs> Crazy. Um, Annette Benning for 20th Century Woman. Got Golden Globe Comedy and Critics' Choice. Supporting actor, Mahershala Ali for Moonlight got his first oscar he would win one just two years later with green book we'll get to that year eventually eventually we'll get to that one herschel ali won sag and critics choice there wasn't really a good number two uh dev patel in lion did win bafta was nominated everywhere he a big comeback from slumdog millionaire where he played the main guy in that jeff bridges hell or high water nominated everywhere Lucas Hedges, Manchester by the Sea, and then Michael Shannon, Nocturnal Animals. It was the one nomination for Nocturnal Animals. It's for Michael Shannon, who only got Critics' Choice. The person that people thought would probably get in was Aaron Taylor Johnson for Nocturnal Animals. Really? Who won Golden Globe for Supporting Actor and was nominated for BAFTA. Maybe he just sees a better agent. <laughs> Why? Because he wasn't nominated? Or because... No, because... I mean, if he was nominated once, you'd think uh, he, he'd at least get some, uh, you know, 
some like recognition oh because like he won a golden globe and stuff yeah so like you know you think like oh yeah we should get this i won a golden globe i should be in better movies gets casting great (laughs) (laughs) god damn it um hugh grant was a possibility for a florence foster jenkins which is what meryl streep was nominated for jared leto and morbius and uh Tom Hardy too. So I mean, yeah. you can't really see anything. No, that's but I'm true. just saying about in general. Oh, in general, yeah, sure. Yeah, you think you know he would have been one of the up and coming young actors like Adam Driver, or something, or something. <laughs> you know. All right, supporting actress Viola Davis for Fences won everything. She won a Tony, and then she won an Oscar. She won an Emmy for How to Get Away with Murder, the TV show, and then she won a Grammy. This last Grammy. She's an EGOT winner. Absolute giga chat. <laughs> She's an EGOT winner. Not even Meryl Streep has that, so fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, she won everything for Fences. Uh, Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea, nominated everywhere. Naomi Harris, Moonlight, nominated everywhere. Cole Kidman, Lion, nominated everywhere. Look at that, four people. Just went everywhere. It was easy to follow. It's not complicated. Manchester by the Sea just sounds like a white person movie now. <laughs> it is an extremely white person movie. It's like an all-white cast, I think. It's like about white people. Struggling. Depression white people. White people. Depression. Ah. Tries to kill self in police station. Whoopsie <laughs> baby. Oh my god. Um, and then Octavia Spencer was nominated for Hidden Figure. She was good. I don't know if I vote for her, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Original screenplay. Manchester by the Sea won Critics' Choice in BAFTA. Nominated everywhere. La La Land won Golden Globe and tied at Critics' Choice. I feel like the screenplay is one of the weakest parts. That would have been really annoying if it won screenplay. I'm glad it didn't. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I don't have much to say. I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, but I hear it's like a really good script. It's a good script. Hell or High Water was nominated. The Lobster, Yergos Lanthimos, gets a nomination. And then 20th Century Women gets in. Adapted. So here's something interesting. Everyone thought that the Moonlight script was in original, but it was put in Adapted interesting interesting um i think i'm not sure why they switched it because like they usually throw things in adapted even like i think it's like an unproduced play but it was still based off of it so even though it didn't get produced it was still based off of it so it was put in adapted even though everyone (laughs) even though everyone was like well it didn't come out so it's original, but the Oscars were like, "Nah, it's adapted." <laughs> well, it's like with Philip adapted. That's well. I mean, you're not wrong, but I mean, that's what like Whiplash was. It was based off of the short film that Damien Chazelle made, but because it was based off of the short, it didn't matter if it was the guy that made the short that was doing the movie, still based off of it. So it was put in adapted. Even when everyone was like, oh, 
but he wrote it, so it's... to Whiplash? No, it's literally just a scene from the movie. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. I watched it. With... Oh. It still has J.K. Simmons, but he his performance is a little weird. It's a bit awkward. Anywho. Moonlight wins adapted screenplay, despite winning WGA original screenplay. Because people thought it was original. My name is John Whiplash. I'm the best drummer. <laughs> My name is Steve Whiplash. Steve Whiplash. Arrival won Critics' Choice and WGA adapted. Then Lion won BAFTA. Hen Figures was nominated everywhere. And Fences was nominated. Pretty cool. Score! La La Land wins everything. It's got a good score. I've listened to it. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Not going to see anything else, but yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty good. good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Lion was nominated. So was Moonlight and Jackie. And then Passengers. You remember Passengers? I remember that. That yeah. got nominated for score. What score? What the fuck? Yeah. Extremely disappointed in this category. Yeah, not. <laughs> yeah. Arrival was nominated everywhere and missed. But because the music was incorporating previously composed stuff, and their rule is you have to have like a certain percentage of original music, and yet they still nominate every single fucking Star Wars movie, despite the fact we that's just... We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Um, yeah, no Swiss Army Man. One of the best scores. We don't talk. No, we don't skip to that. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We don't skip. We don't skip ahead. We wait. We wait. Cinematography. La La Land, nominated everywhere. Won Critics' Choice and BAFTA. It's a great looking movie. It certainly has a lot of like laptop background worthy shots in in the movie. <laughs> it's, this is yeah. La La Land is just a movie that a lot of young adults would like. Even though it was like made for old people, yeah, because it was pandering to them. Because it's like, oh my gosh, oh, no. it's like singing in the rain, but modern day, and everyone's like, yeah, and they're like clapping their hands like babies, yeah. I think it's more like, yeah, I, I feel like it's more like young adult, young adults kind of. or like mid thirties. I don't know, maybe how to explain it, but single people single That's people how I it. single okay. people i feel like it's a very single person movie single you know. people haha <laughs> you have to be single watch idiot. la la land because i fantasize about my man who wants to own a jazz club. a jazz oh. Oh. <laughs> fucking nuts <laughs> all right lion won the cinematographers guild and was nominated for bafta arrival nominated everywhere great looking movie great looking movie moonlight didn't get BAFTA nominated, but was nominated everywhere else in the cinematography. Silence, the Scorsese movie. One nomination, it was in cinematography. Yeah, it's a good-looking movie from the screenshots I've seen. <laughs> um, what was snubbed? Jackie got Critics' Choice. Hell or High Water got BAFTA. Like, okay. Editing, Hacksaw Ridge, war movie. War movie. About a man who ran and saved people. Wouldn't shoot a gun, and he had an accent like that. 
I can't do it. I, I can't, can't shoot, shoot no gun. My can't. Christian values. My religion says I can't kill. My I can't kill my because my religion says so. Millions of years of war caused by <laughs> pain, suffering, and death by multiple religions. <laughs> it's fine. Though. Your religion fighting with other religions over this plot of land with no significance. Based, <laughs> extremely based. I don't know. I mean, it's. I wouldn't have given it editing. It was nominated everywhere. La La Land won Critics' Choice and the Comedy Eddie Award. It was nominated everywhere. That was probably out front to win, but it lost. Arrival was nominated everywhere and won Drama Eddie. Moonlight was nominated and Hell or High Water was nominated. Okay. Neat. <laughs> Production design. La La Land. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. It's like about movies. And it, it's a musical. And they, they are on sets. It looks like a set. It's oh, crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. I know we're being a little bit cynical, but like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Um, it won Critics' Choice and Art Directors Guild. Um, Fantastic Beasts, the first one, was nominated and won the BAFTA. God damn it. Um, for old costumes. It's production design, you goon. For old buildings. <laughs> old building. Passengers was nominated for production design. For sci-fi. For sci-fi. And Gen- Pratt. <laughs> Arrival was nominated, and Hail Caesar, the uh, Coen Brothers movie, was nominated. Doctor Strange got Art Directors Guild and BAFTA for production design. That's kind of interesting. Jackie got Critics' Choice and Art Directors Guild. Like, okay. I don't know. Costume design! Fantastic Beasts and where to find old them. Costumes. Old costumes. Fantastic Beasts has an Oscar. Harry Potter, the entire series, never won an Oscar. This says a lot about society. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Fantastic Beasts won literally nothing. It was nominated everywhere. Won nothing, wins the Oscar. Like what? <laughs> they didn't give it to part the Deathly Hollows part two, so like ah, oh, we'll give it to this new one, <laughs> this bad one. Jackie was like supposed to win. It won Critics' Choice and BAFTA. La La Land won Costume Designers Guild. Florence Foster Jenkins was nominated, and then Allied, which is like a Zemeckis movie, was nominated. I don't know. Um, makeup and hairstyling. This is the year of Suicide Squad winning. Awful. Just Like, awful. actually. Really bad. Really fucking horrendous win. Like, it's so bad. It's really fucking bad. People are like, well, the makeup's really good because there's, like, a crocodile guy. And it's like, well, then just give it to Star Trek. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Star Trek was nominated. People thought that was going to win. And then it didn't. Like, what? Okay. Like, I don't know, what? They feel bad for giving it low ratings because they realize it really is a hidden gem now. <laughs> Fuck off. They want they want to release the air cut. The Academy is telling us, we want you guys to stand up. We want you guys to just to release your shitty... And release their even shittier cut of the movie. Somehow. Um, and then the international film, A Man Called Ove, was nominated. 
And the Tom Hanks movie that came out recently, A Man Called Otto, is based off of this movie. Jackie won Critics' Choice. That didn't get nominated. Florence Foster Jenkins won BAFTA. That wasn't nominated. Doctor Strange got Critics' Choice in BAFTA. What makeup? Like the fucking... Eye makeup. Sleep... Sleep... Deprivation rings around their eyes. Mickelson. (laughs) They won for Mads, that's it. No, it was nominated for Mads, but it didn't get in the Oscars. There's only three. The... Oh... Yeah, it's big set. It's big set. And then Hacksaw Ridge was uh, nominated at Critics' Choice in BAFTA for Dead Bodies. Jungle Book wins VFX. Makes sense. 95% of the movie is VFX. I don't remember that movie being good. (laughs) I thought it was okay. There was a clip that has been going on my timeline about the big orangutan doing his number. And it doesn't age well i thought it did age well but i was looking at it and i could it was uncanny valley-esque i'm like ooh, maybe yeah maybe that ape side of your brain like holy shit that's an enemy (laughs) (laughs) it's like ooh, it doesn't look great doctor strange nominated rogue one nominated deep water horizon that was like the fucking Mark Wahlberg action movie. Oh, yeah. I watched that because my sisters wanted to watch it. And, and it, it was, was like about the oil rig or something. Yeah. And then they showed the guy at the end who saved everyone and he looked nothing like Mark Wahlberg. Let's like, go. <laughs> it's like that Boston like, marathon bombing oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. And it was like two completely different looking people. Yeah. The, the dude for Deepwater Horizon was just like a, just a stereotypical fat redneck, you know? Sure, but they got skinny or dad bod. Skinny. I, I would say white. more of dad bod. Even at a cowboy hat in the court hearing. That's fucking good. <laughs> in the court hearing, what what happened? Yeah, they showed the court because I think they sued the the guy or the comp. Uh, they the... sued the company because it was their fault. Well, good. Well, good. So, I like taking down oil companies and corporations. We're sorry. It was an accident. <laughs> We're suing you for $20 billion. We're sorry we awakened an eldritch horror beneath the sea. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're the fifth sorry. nomination in VFX is actually really cool. Kubo and the Two Strings. A stop motion movie getting VFX? That's kind of dope. I didn't, I didn't know this. Isn't Stephen Knight related to someone? He He's related to Nike. One of the Nike founders. Is he? Yeah, the dude I knew he was related. Plays. Oh, actually? Yeah, and that's the oh, only yeah. reason his studio is still alive is because Nike. Oh, Leica? It's because Nike's still afloat. I, I, yeah, I just figured that out. I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of interesting. Sure. Well, but I mean, it, that's just... a great pick because it's, it's like, it's additive. It's either like the backgrounds because they didn't want to build massive landscapes or VFX. Like, uh, the new Pinocchio did something similar where, like, sometimes they have to hold up a body with, like, poles to help them move and adjust better. And that's vfx like, out. It's more just, like, weird, like, prop editing and stuff. Like, background visuals. But, I mean, that's a great pick. More interesting stuff in VFX, please. I think I heard Kubo is really good. I have seen Kubo. And Kubo. it is... Okay. (laughs) It is okay. Maybe it's because we watched it in class and I just wasn't paying attention, but I didn't 
think it was very memorable. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Fantastic oh, Beasts. Stephen Knight? Isn't it Travis Knight? It's Travis Knight. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, Fantastic Beasts was snubbed. Boohoo, I guess. Arrival was snubbed as well. But that, like, is dumb. Because the, the giant aliens and the ship and stuff. Like, what? <laughs> why yeah, why is that not there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> um, okay, sound editing went to Arrival for like the yeah. creature noises yeah. and stuff like that's a good win because it wasn't going to win anything else <laughs> but like it actually won something like good job <laughs> fuck you fuck you academy <laughs> hacksaw ridge was like supposed to win because that won the sound editing guild because war, war movie i can't shoot nobody sully because like plane stuff deep water horizon because explosions and then La La Land was nominated for sound editing. Like, what the fuck? What, car horns? Pool splashing? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why? Oh, fuck. Like, there was so much controversy around its nomination. Because, like, you know how they show clips of, like, the sound editing of a project? It was literally the scene with the car horns at the beginning. Like, that's what you're nominating? I could do that. <laughs> what? Like, excuse me? Are you going to give me an Oscar? just sounded real. just sounded like a car horn. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Just, what, like the tapping feet on the floor? That's what you're voting? For? Like, what? It's really horn. fucking dumb. <laughs> I got goosebumps when their feet tapped on the ground. Rogue One was snubbed, I guess. Rip Star Wars. <laughs> Rip Star Wars. Uh, sound mixing went to Hacksaw Ridge, even though it didn't win anything. Rip Star Wars. <laughs> uh, La La Land was, like, supposed to win because it won the sound mixing guild. Sound mixing makes more sense than sound editing. Because, like, how they layered everything. Like, especially during, like, some of the musical sequences. Sound mixing makes more sense, but sound editing, fuck you. <laughs> um, Arrival won the BAFTA. And then Rogue One was nominated, I guess. Michael Bay's 13 Hours was nominated in sound mixing. Okay. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> um, Son, City of Stars from La La Land. Kind of a bop. I've gone back and listened to it. It's kind of a bop. Yeah. It's kind of a bop. They also nominated Audition. The one Emma Stone song where, that she sings by herself. At the casting director's office. Yeah, then she fucking sucks. Do you think she was bad in that scene? No, isn't that what the scene is? Doesn't she? Get no, it because she gets it. Oh, I thought she didn't get it. Is no, th she did get it because of the song. Oh no! In the mo in the movie. No, that's what I'm saying. Like oh. in the movie, it's like in the second act. Oh, right, right, right before they fall out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Second act falling out. <laughs> nice. Oh. Can't stop this feeling from trolls. Can't stop on. this feeling. Kill yourself. How far I'll go, Moana. Moana. <laughs> Moana. Moana. I, I don't even remember that soundtrack I, anymore. I remember I do. shiny. 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 <laughs> and oh, I'm not ready for that in live action. God. Oh no! Be shiny. It's just gonna be a tiny crab, and they're gonna be funny poking fun. Cause you can't. Oh my god! That's what they're gonna do. 
Because he can't have the rocket beaten up, right? No. So they're going to have a tiny crab, and that's going to be the entire joke, is it's a small crab. Because they're trying to find it, and he's, like, holding... Maybe they, it gets shrunk, and they have to find him, and he's singing the song. And he has, like... Shine And he's voiced by Kevin Hart, so that makes the j- short joke even worse. <laughs> Shine And he, like, short sucks guys. ass. He's, like, auto-tuned or something. <laughs> auto-tuned Kevin Hart. <laughs> Animated feature, your favorite category. This is the best. Yeah, these are always so good. This is the Zootopia Award. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, God. Zootopia is not awful. No, this is actually an okay win. I am fine. I think I have like a a seven. I like the racism. What the fuck? <laughs> oh like my god! Tackles, you mean tackling it? Okay, like I was like, w- you like the racism? racism. <laughs> oh my god! Or no, is, that's classism. No, it's like the... it's like it's racism. Yeah, because like the racism. predators are like, yeah, you know, colored people. <laughs> what? Because I'm I'm a fox. I'm a predator. You're European. <laughs> You're untamed. <laughs> God damn Uncivilized. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my god. Like us. <laughs> Americans. God fucking damn it. Okay. So that won everything except for BAFTA. But Kubo and the Two Strings won BAFTA. Because they have taste. Except when they gave it to Encanto. Then they didn't have taste. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. That's all I remember. And then she has a falling out. A, and then like immediately the reconcile. <laughs> they talk. tackle generational trauma in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like it takes longer than this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I gave you trauma. I'm so sorry. I've been telling you you're a failure your entire life. Will you love me again? Yeah, Grandma. <laughs> like, okay. What? I'm sorry you're nothing to us. Can you come back? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry you don't have any. You're the true superpower within you is you bring us together. Okay, cool. You hold the family together. Best I'm pick. sorry. Okay. Moana was nominated. Fuck me. <laughs> That's a good oh, one. I was talking nomination. About oh, okay. I was Sorry. About Sorry. Okay. No, Moana was not. Moana's not bad. It's just that's a hype. good nomination. The hype around it drives me nuts. It's like every week, consistently in the top most watched movies on Disney Plus. Like for some reason, people will not stop watching Moana. It makes sense, like why that was picked for a live action remake over like Frozen. And Frozen fucking sucks. No, that's true. Um, so then there were two international picks. There was a stop motion film, I think. I think stop motion called "My Life as a Zucchini." That was nominated. I wonder what that's like. And then there was a G Kids film, "The Red Turtle." It was produced by Ghibli, but not made by Ghibli, and that got nominated. Like that's good. More international stuff. What was snubbed? Oh no, Finding Dory. Oh man, Rip shucks. Finding Dory. Shucks, got literally God. everything. Oh shucks. It did, <laughs> except for Golden Globe, but it got nearly everything else. I have no reason to live. <laughs> <laughs> but it got snubbed. That's the point. It got snubbed. Thank. That's the point. Thank the maker. And I saw Kung Fu Panda three not even nominated. What a fucking joke. It's the most mid one though. 
Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's bad. That's true. Although, to be fair, I would have put in Zootopia and Moana over it. That's like a personal preference thing. I'm sorry. I mean, it's not... It's not... I mean, it's just a good. It's like it's solid good, seven good. or eight. I'm like, just glad Secret Life of Pets also that's didn't true. get it. <laughs> that's true. I'm, also, I'm really glad Sing and Trolls didn't get it as well. I want Trolls to win... Girls See, the three. ones that they didn't nominate were the shit ones, except Why for... you sing? Because it killed my grandma! Because <laughs> it killed my grandma! What a... F- <laughs> what? How? How the fuck? Sing and kill my grandma! What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's just my honest reaction. <laughs> it's the Kevin... It's the Kevin Hart fan just, just staring at. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, so now, after almost an hour of that, it is time for our movie recommend of the week. You want to start us off, since it was your pick. Yeah. Introduce the movie to us. Oh, Swiss Army Man. That's what we picked, yeah. This is the Daniels debut film. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, so kind of got mixed reviews on Letterboxd, I guess, from who we who I follow at Who least. I follow, too. There's, like, two like, people that have it at, like, a 9 or above. Everyone yeah. else is, like, a 5 to a 7. And looking it up, you know, I barely see any people talking about it online. Just... A movie that probably came out and people just shrugged off and what do you know, they come and like it. They they come they, they like the director's later movies. I think there later was one movie in, one. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there one before too that a lot of people loved? So really talks Daniel Scheinert, the the white guy of the Daniels group, directed a movie called The Death of Dick Long. Uh but this was without Daniel Kwan. This was a solo directing gig and he didn't write it he just directed it but when it comes to the two of them directing stuff together it's swiss army man and everything everywhere so they only did two together yeah it might be some other director duo i'm thinking of that did another one but yeah okay um it's great i fucking love it's kind of mid (laughs) i fucking loved it uh there were so many points where I had to pause because I was laughing too hard. My favorite joke in the movie is Daniel Radcliffe. He's like, Hank, I will masturbate to your mom. <laughs> 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 like, that's so good. <laughs> like, like, the movie's really blunt. And it's like... It, it's never like, like horny... But it talks about sex stuff, like, a lot. Yeah, it's not, like, raunchy. Yeah. I got, yeah. Like, it's... It's more... I don't know. If it, it has inappropriate jokes, but it's not, like, awful. Like it's not, like, poop. Adam Sandler. But, like, there are farts. Yeah, So, but, like, I can understand why some people... But the whole point of the movie was yeah. the fart. I know. You don't understand. Well, I get... No, I'm saying some... <laughs> I'm some... That, that's why I'm reading the reviews, and I'm like... <laughs> for I'm like you don't understand that's that was the, the entire point. point of the movie you 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 it's you, about the people you can fart with it's the yeah yeah, yeah. it's not about the fart it's about who you fart with 
yeah. It's a weird message, but, I mean, it's a good one. And how, like, Hank, like, be, like kissed him. I thought that was more like a friendship thing, more than like a romance thing. I think you could see it either way. Sure. But, yeah, I saw it more as friendship, but then reading reviews, I'm like, yeah, I could kind of see it both, but I still kind of see it as just a friend thing. It's weird to see, have two friends kiss. It happens. That way. But no, like, it's I get it. That way. Yeah. Um, that's sort of just, like, how I felt. Because they're not like, I love you, you know? They're just like, they kiss. This is the best bromance movie. This is it my is Brokeback the... Mountain. <laughs> you should at least watch Brokeback Mountain before you make that statement. <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked the breezy pace of it. I thought it took a hot second to That's what kick I was in, thinking, too. But once it got going, I was all for it. Um, shit just kind of happens, but, like, I'm, like, there for, like, there's a bear, and they're trying to, like, ward it off. And it has a lot of, like, you could criticize everything everywhere for this, too, but it kind of just feels like it introduces themes, or, like, ideas, like, at random points, but I feel like it works, because it all, like, ties together. So, like, in the final third, they get nihilistic again, <laughs> but they have another, like, answer for it, you know? Their movies are about anti-nihilism. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. Um, no, I really thought the humor was well done. I like the editing, and the soundtrack is so unique. It's so fucking it's so good. good. It's I'm so fucking crazy. <laughs> Like, how just, like, their random noises they make get put into the soundtrack. And how it's, like, them. It's their vocals. Yeah. Like, it's so good. I just absolutely loved it. I thought, yeah, great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. I feel like it ends, like, a bit abruptly. He just gets sent off and he's smiling. I thought that ending was fucking great. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought it was a little, little <laughs> weird. That, and it's, like... 45 minutes shorter than like everything everywhere like but that's more contained story but like that seemed to wrap up nicely this one felt like it needed like five more minutes for me it was a bit short but i did like how breezy it was because it's like 90 minutes <laughs> um the performances are great the two performances <laughs> in the movie i really thought danny great. radcliffe would just be a dead body i didn't think he'd actually talk no i knew he was still talk. a dead body but he was funny. I just liked how everything worked. And like the, the the rules made sense in the movie. Um no, overall, I loved it. I uh, don't have a ton to say until you bring up something and then we'll go on a tangent probably. I think for me this is like Little Miss Sunshine. It's just one of my forever comfort movies because like it tackles themes that usually would like make you depressed. But because it's, like, not afraid to not take itself as seriously. Yeah, it's a comedy. You can kind of just, like, just go with it. And, you know, like, I'll be crying or, like, have one tear one second. And I'll just be laughing my ass off the next scene. And I love it when movies and any sort of media can do that. Yeah, I didn't didn't cry during this one. Maybe a second feeling will bring some more tears or something. But... No, I just thought it was really well done in terms of just, like, the filmmaking. Very well edited. I love the montages in the movie. 
I enjoyed a lot of like the shaky camera in the montages because like they're just like whipping the camera around <laughs> it's just like they're like going down they're going up and then they're like in the fake bus and it's like going through the seats or something like they're doing crazy shit I just liked how it was I liked it and I so I don't really praise it but I like the costumes too because it was like especially when they were in the woods because it's like just plastic and mop heads or whatever they use <laughs> just random shit you'd find and it does like change throughout the movie because they're like one foot is like a plastic he's like a croc and the other one's yeah. like a tennis shoe and because he stepped in poop right or something yeah and the poop joke <laughs> poop joke yeah there's a it's kind of like a potty humor movie but it works because it makes sense in terms of like this guy has to explain literally everything <laughs> to this dead guy so it's like everyone poops <laughs> yeah I liked it I actually a lot. Now I'm glad I've I, I've seen it now. It's one of those. Eh, I'll get to it eventually. Movies. That's the one I'll recommend in a in a minute here. When when we're done with this, I I don't think there are too many flaws besides it being slightly shorter than I'd like. But otherwise, it's good. 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 It, it was yeah. It was like um, I was at a nine at first, but. Because all the peer... Pr- I did it with Weird Al, too, because of all the peer pressure. Because I'm like, I think I'm fucking crazy for actually loving this movie for some reason. And then you saw me give it a And then I'm like, okay, yeah, I can... No, I got I can... the permission from the film gods. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a sign. It's like, oh, hey, my friend did it. Let's do it. <laughs> no, I saw your nine, so I knew to temper just, like, a little bit. Because I knew I'd probably be higher than everyone else. But then I'm just like, eh, I'll give it a ten. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and then... No, you're just like, oh, you gave it a 10. I'm like, I did <laughs> give it a 10. <laughs> I, I did give it a 10, yes. Like, I was even, lo- I was scrounging the reviews for criticisms to give it a 9. Like, I'm, I'm actually serious. I, you just couldn't. I just could like, I d- just made up bullshit, like, the pacing. Like, there, it did have it at the, like, mid. I thought, like, at the very beginning, before he meets, um... Yeah, because it would have had to bend before the... Radcliffe. It would have had... It would have been before the bus. Before he started talking, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. But, no. Banger. Banger movie. <laughs> Banger movie. Absolute Banger. Banger. Um, I'm excited to see what they do next. Yeah. I think they're writing something right now. I and I don't there. have Disney+, Plus, so I can't see their Skeleton Crew episode. But I need that to be the most wildly different episode of the entire show. The entire universe. <laughs> like like every other episode in that show is just like normal. And then they have like cuts every like goddamn stuff. There's <laughs> like, like, like split camera frames and shit. And they're just like going nuts with it. I want to see that. But I know it's Disney so they probably toned them down. Yeah. That's why they did Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Based, based. Uh, whatever they make next, I'll be there day one. Same, unless it's like an indie movie and it takes like, a hot second to get yeah, there. That's... But I'll see it first chance I get. So. See, I just hope it's not a sequel to Everything Everywhere. They've mentioned it. I don't want it. <laughs> Maybe it'll just be like Gladiator 2 where it's just floating around for like 20 years. Really. And then oh, they, they eventually, eventually do it. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're doing this now. 
I'm like, oh. Then they bring oh. back Stephanie Chu instead of... And, oh, but she's the mom now. And she's the mom now. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, she has to learn the same lesson while also learning she was a bad guy in another alternate universe. Well, she knew that already. Oh, she I did. Thought. Yeah. I thought she didn't. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Um, Yeah, I, I had that similar feeling... So, like, when I watched Juno the first time, I watched it again the same day. I, like, wanted to do that with Swiss Army Man. I know. I was just like, oh, fuck, they're so good. I want to see it again. But I'm like, I'll give it a second. I'll do other things. And then I didn't end up watching it again. But, like, I had that same feeling of, like, dude, just give me the, like, the happy feeling. <laughs> I wanted to watch it Did again. that with Little Miss Sunshine. As soon as I was done watching that I, and my sisters got home, like, I got to show you guys this movie. Like, you should so watch them. You should watch this. I want to do that with them with Swiss Army Man. I want to watch Swiss Army Man now. Now. Give me Swiss Army Man now. Now. <laughs> and uh, I never thought I'd see the day where they'd use a man as a gun. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe as a And they shoot off a squirrel's head? Yeah. <laughs> Some exploding animals. Or Hank is a good shot, though. Goddamn. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> Um, yeah. Ten. I'm giving it a ten. <laughs> why? I don't need to see that. It's good. It's good, that's why. Something you'd see in a Seth Rogen-produced movie, but, like, actually funny. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, you're not wrong. Because they'd, like, pull out bats and start whacking it, like, what is that? Or something like that, I don't know. There's like, there's a big raccoon eating our food. And they turn around, it's a fucking bear. Just, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I know, some of the lines are so good. I, I laughed a lot during the movie. And I'm glad that... Like, because so many movies that try to be funny aren't funny... And it's just, like, very few movies can actually give me, like, a good laugh. This is one of them. I was just like, ah, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the funny farting guy <laughs> said a masturbation <laughs> joke. <laughs> At the end, he's just smiling, and he's just oh, farting. Yeah. <laughs> the music is blaring. <laughs> Everyone's smiling for some reason. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> nah. No. <laughs> you see a dead corpse <laughs> farting away. <laughs> just, it's so funny. Sure. Can you stop? Mary farting? Elizabeth Winstead's like, why am I on your phone? But he's just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a picture. I do not have. I too have a picture of Mary Elizabeth Winstead. As you do? My profile as my <laughs> screensaver now. <laughs> I feel like you'd do that with. Anna de Armas first. <laughs> That's true. We have to we have to wait to go through the Mary Elizabeth Winstead phase. Do we? Yeah. Okay. We go through them in phases. Mm, sure. So you're saying women are have, phases? We have huge ADHD issues. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can work with that. <laughs> That, right. That's how we explain it. Mm. Okay. So, do you have anything else before I give my movie recommended? It's not one you're expecting. Stalker. No, it's not Stalker. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Stalker. It's not Stalker, I and would it's be not okay Come and stalker, See. But... I do want to do those eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> eventually. 
So, <clears throat> you know this movie. It's from a director you like that you haven't seen yet. And it's not the RoboCop guy. It's the Monty Python guy. I'm talking about 1985's Brazil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Next week, we are doing Brazil. <laughs> I know nothing about this movie. I thought it was a sci-fi movie, but it's like not. I heard a little bit about it. It's about a lonely guy. <laughs> Jonathan Price. See, I did see the trailer, and I still don't know what's going on. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> there's like a woman with her face stretched, and then there's like soldiers bursting into their bedroom, <laughs> and then there's like... <laughs> It's like black and white at the beginning of the trailer, and then it goes to color. Like what the it's fuck? The whole, maybe that's the whole. What, what is it? Isn't it really high too? It's at like a four I think. Oops, that's that's cast and crew. Yep, Terry. There we go. Four point. What the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, see, it's all just tense. How? Robert De Niro. No, see, this is one of those movies where, like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't know how to temper my expectations, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just going to hop in and see what happens. I'm just going to assume it's about Brazil. I have zero idea why it's called Because I think the movie is about, like, you're following in his dreams or something, because he has, like, fantastical dreams, and it's like, shit's weird. And his name is Brazil? His name's not Brazil, I don't think. But from what I... There was, like, one review where it has, like, a lot of symbolism. And I'm like, ooh, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> I'm like, I'll have a wiki page open up. Oh, wiki. This, oh. Is gonna be, this is gonna be, like, one of those movies where you need to do some homework afterwards. Like the probably. Lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, like the lighthouse. And then when you, when you, like, when you're done with it, you're like, oh, shit, that's actually pretty cool. It takes, like, an hour after you're done with the three-hour movie. But then you're like, I get it now. I get it now. I get it on my fifth, on second watch right now. I get it now. Oh, shit. I have to go to work. It's like Danny DeVito. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, no. See, the first one I wanted to do, the one that inspired this series, was Come and See. But I didn't want to just start with that. That would be brutal. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, you excited to do this fun series? Watching Come and See. It's just like, what the fuck? I wanted to start with Stalker. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's cinema. It's, I, I just like Stalker as a meme. I, I feel like it would be ruined if I actually watched it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, damn it, I actually saw the thing. Damn it, I can't talk about how boring it is, even though I never watched it. <laughs> yeah, um... Stalker is on my list. That I'm slow. <laughs> yeah. My list is weird. My list is really weird. I'm not going to show you my list. but it's... Oh, you have a list of recommended? I've... I, I had... You have ten. And it can change depending on, like, when it... And the week we do Planet of the Apes, we're not doing one. 
because we already we're probably gonna have to hit the grind. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to hit the grind of Planet of the Apes. I am. There are nine. Cannot wait for the Tim Burton one. That's not that awful. No. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Because I guarantee, like the some first... of them, the first like I the Tim one, Tim Burton's gonna be fucking awful. The first one probably is gonna be that that bad, and the Matt Reeves ones are just gonna be slow, and then the other ones are just gonna be awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just and Planet of the Apes the newer one to the, the newer the reboot so yeah i thought oh yeah kingdom is like a hulu movie coming out this summer turns out it's next summer it's in theater <laughs> just like oh i completely whiffed that whoops <laughs> oh well we're still doing it because i didn't want to come up with another ranking so I'm like yeah we'll still do planet of the apes it's fine then dennis at the end of the year so we need one more for the summer or the early fall i guess yeah, so we're going to time Denis. Early fall, late summer. Yeah, yeah we're going to time Denis with Dune 2. So we need one between May and November. <laughs> um, I don't know where or what, but we'll find one. Just some. I, I didn't even think of Planet of the Apes until he just randomly said it. So, like, it just kind of comes to us, you know? And we're not going to do something crazy like Spielberg, which is like 40. <laughs> Like, that would take a while. Like, we'd have to wait, like, half a year to do that. So instead of, like, four, we do three. So we do, like, two small ones at the end of the year and one massive one, like, near the beginning or something crazy. If you wanted to do that next year, maybe. But, like, we're doing four small ones right now. I'm just trying to think of a summer one. What? Any? Like a light one, I feel like. Something breezy. Like a like fuck! Pie. I figured it out. American Pie. <laughs> I figured it out. American I've Pie. I've seen a single American. I pie. haven't either. There's the main four, and then there's the spinoffs. I think we have to do the spinoffs because there are characters from the main line in the spinoffs. I'm not a huge fan of raunchy comedies. There's few exceptions. There are few exceptions, but I think. American Pie is a classic, dude. It's a classic. I just figured it out. I figured out our summer one. It makes sense, too. (laughs) Because it's like a summer-ish thing. And it's our age. It's about people that grew up. on bang women. They're like, I've never had sex, so I'm going to fuck a pie. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually what happens in the movie. Fuck a pie. (laughs) There's a guy that doesn't know how to have sex... So he tries on a pie. Man. At least try a Pringles can. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wanted something that probably had juices in it. What's this Pringles can? It's underneath your bed, son. <laughs> Why do you have a Pringles can and latex gloves? <laughs> Anywho, I figured it out. I figured it out. Yeah. Next week, Guardians 3, baby, as well as, well, Brazil. Now we have two. Yeah. Um, Guardians 3 is my last Marvel project, MCU project. I thought it would be like an asterisk and I'd still maybe watch like the Avengers movies or Fantastic Four. But now I don't even really care about those either. I watch Spider-Man because <laughs> it's Spider-Man. That's true. I, I would watch Spider-Man. 
And that's this is MCU. I will gladly watch the fucking atrocious <laughs> Spider-Man villain movies. Like that that's right up my alley. <laughs> like, ooh, Morbius 2? Yes, please. <laughs> we'll see how DC starts off. Oof, fuck. Oh god. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Oh, fuck my name. <laughs> What'd you just say? Um yeah. I um do we have anything else? No. No? Alright, short episode. We're done. Before four o'clock. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> Let's go. The corner of my eye. You okay? You good to do the outro? I hope I don't bleed. I hope I don't lose my eye. When I was a kid, I tried to be funny. It was like right before six. It was right before like seven. Oh, fuck. I have grade. a favorite question. Okay. It was right before fourth really grade. Bad. It was right before fourth grade. I was trying to be funny. Because we were spray painting our, our chairs for, you know, the campfire. Sure. You know, it was just shitty $20 Walmart lawn chairs. Let's go! <laughs> I was just spray painting it, and I tried to be funny and spray painted my fucking eyes. Oh my god! What happened? Outside of the fact that it probably <laughs> burned like hell. Fucking, uh, yeah, they had to, I had to get it rinsed off. Because <laughs> fucking paint in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, but you That's probably had good. to do this. And you were like crying and stuff. It was awful. Yeah, that sounds really bad. Kids are fucking stupid. <laughs> This is why you don't let them in your spray paint. <laughs> it's like a selfie. They're spraying it in their mouth. This <laughs> be. It's like the flammable stuff. So they go right by the fire. <laughs> Casually burn a lot. Um. Okay. So I actually, I remembered my favorite question. Ghost Rider. No. <laughs> it is not ghost. <laughs> so now that So okay. You've played most of the Game of the Year winners. Yes? Well I've played a lot, yeah. Outside of what? Sekiro? And it takes two. Yeah, yeah, it was would have been twenty twenty ones and twenty nineteens. I really Out of the ones two. you've played, what's your favorite of the winners? You don't have to rank them. You can just pick your favorite. I'm going to pull out a list, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, Oops. I remember them all, but... I, yeah, I don't. So, <laughs> I'm just going to go Game of the Year winner. Game, Game Award winners. All. Is there just a wiki that can do the Game of the Year? Yes. Oh. Okay. So you should probably scoot it over so we can see if it's still... Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, so... I am way less able to do it, because I didn't play... Are you doing winners or nominees? Winners. Nominees would take four. Um, the only ones I've played, I know this is going to sound really fucking shitty, are It Takes Two, Last of Us, God of War, Overwatch, and, like, the tiniest bit of Elden Ring. So I haven't played, like... Sekiro, or like the RPG yeah. winners. I played. I played. Uh, yeah, I played Dragon Age Inquisition twice, The Witcher three twice, Breath of the Wild. I put and way you did play too Overwatch. Time issue. I played Overwatch, one and two actually, and God, God of War. War and Last of Us Part two and too much time in Elden Ring. I 
too much time on Breath of the Wild too. So, what, what would your favorite be? You know, that's it's actually a tough one for me, because I love Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild, but I never finished Elden Ring, so I think Breath of the Wild is probably... Over God of War? Yeah. Wow. Well, Breath of the Wild is my comfort game. Mm, I'm sure. Like, that's like my, like my definitive comfort. Like, I'll go back to Stardew Valley, or like, all the time, but like, if I'm actually sad... I'll just go play Breath of the Wild, and I'll just forget about everything ever. You know? You know? Yeah, it's like my happy game. Your happy game? That's the definitive happy game. I'm not sure. I played Overwatch for like two hours, and it was fucking boring. (laughs) Did you pay? You had it back when you paid for it. Oh, yeah. I never... It wasn't my copy. I was at a friend's, oh, and they made yeah. me play it. I, I know. Yeah, he made <laughs> me play it, too. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how I play Of the winners, I'm going to be basic and go God of War. My number two, I'm going to actually go It Takes Two, is my number two. It's a very good game. It looks like shit. <laughs> like, the human models look like two generations <laughs> behind. But, like... The gameplay is so fun, and the story just, like, keeps you going. Which is funny, because the trailer was insanely weird. It, yeah, we, we laughed at that game. We did, and, and then it won, won game, game of the year. It's crazy. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I get it. It's so funny. It def- oh, wow. Oh, wow. What's your least favorite? <laughs> um. Again. Ah. Uh, guess overwatch i'm not gonna go last of us because i actually felt compelled to finish it and elden ring even though i've only played like a couple hours of it i'd infinitely rather go back and do that and i guess well overwatch i can't (laughs) but like if it was i wouldn't want to you know i'd probably say overwatch i mean like one of the best games ever made is like right here (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Well, actually, four are right there. That's true. Four that's a are fact. for 2016. Yeah, that's like a fact. And they chose Overwatch over Doom. Inside. Fucking Doom. People don't shut up about it. Inside, a hidden indie gem. Hidden in Titanfall. Titanfall 2. People won't shut up about that either. And Uncharted You know what? 4. People just won't shut up about all five of those. That's actually a good year. That's a great lineup. This didn't even that's include Dark Souls 3. Um, it didn't include, there's probably some others. Hey, we'll get to that. 2017, though. There, one of these is not like the other. <laughs> one of these is not like the other. Why is PUBG in the same lineup as Breath of the Wild, Persona, and Odyssey? I mean, to be fair, Horizon is also ass. <laughs> Yeah, there has to be better games that came out in 2017. <laughs> then PUBG and Horizon, like, Cuphead was right there. I think 2015 is a good year, too. Like, even outside of those nominees, there were great yeah, games like, that came out in 2015. They... 2015. Like, what a weird year. They couldn't find anything, so they picked Super Mario Maker. Well, it's like, like... What? <laughs> like, what? It's like, like Ori is right here. You can make your own movie. Tales from the Borderlands is right there. Until Dawn is right there. <laughs> I mean, Until Dawn is funny. Life is Strange, I actually like. Her story is Sam Barlow. 
Ori is like one of the best games ever made. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Ooh. Ooh. Soundtrack is... Soundtrack is not bad, but like... Yeah. I mean, people love Rise of the Tomb Raider. That couldn't get in. Like, huh? Splatoon is great. What the fuck? <laughs> like, they... Undertale. Whether you like it or not, it's like one of the most influential games of this decade. <laughs> like, what's an excuse me? They just... <laughs> what that is a good like wh which one do you think has had more impact live the strange or undertale that's actually like a good point because like undertale is the funny meme game but, like life is strange influenced story games so hard i think they both deserved to win for the impact of like on the industry not even that, but I think Life is Strange also helped with, um, with... It's one of the first It's About Depression games. <laughs> well, not, not, not just that, but inclusivity. Wow. Two white people. Well, they were lesbians. They were, they were les like, that, that wasn't seen... <laughs> as often. As often. Like, you had Dragon Age Inquisition, which had a, like, just a gay orgy. There were whatever. gay games before. Well, like, that game was it's focused two white people. on it. <laughs> Where's the black couple that's gay? But that, isn't that the th third one or whatever? True Colors? True Colors, yeah. I don't know. I think it's mostly white people still. <laughs> I think it's mostly white At people At least still. they tried. That's true. That's true. See, Mario Maker's one of those, one of these is not like the other kind of games. Yeah. Because, like, there, I literally listed, like, eight games that could have been in over that. 2017 is another banger year, dude. Like, quite. Well, let's start with Resident Evil 7. That didn't make it. <laughs> Got director and not let's game of the year. <laughs> Wolfenstein 2. People like Wolfenstein 2 a lot. Cuphead. Cuphead. <laughs> Cuphead. Like, what? People love near Automata. 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 Yeah. Hellblade won, like, two awards. That could have gotten in. What Remains of Edith Finch was like a big indie game. Let's see here. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I mean, I actually like this game a lot, but I don't know if it like needed it. Uncharted The Lost Legacy. I don't know if it needed it. Um, yeah. There was like another five that I just listed. That could have gotten in over that. Well... People love Prey and Neo. You might not like Prey, but people yeah, like pe Prey. Anytime someone brings up Prey, they talk about how hidden, like how much. And of people a, like, fucking love Neo. Underrated. I think people like Neo too more, but people yeah. love Neo. And then Assassin's Creed Origins was like a return to form, and people really liked it. And then they nominated Odyssey the next year. And like what? <laughs> Divinity Original Sin Two is for some reason called like one of the like top five greatest RPGs of all time. Like, wait, is it Divinity Two Original? Sin? Fucking hell, fifteen came out that year. Damn, another banger year. Christ, I would even say this deserved it. To be perfectly honest, the amount of hours I have yeah. shoved into it is insane. 
We're talking about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And people, Splatoon 2, great game. Sonic Mania doesn't count, probably, because it's just a collection of old titles remastered with great 8-bit stuff. But like, bro, what the fuck? This is just a DLC, I guess. Comp adds 40 hours worth of extra content. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a DLC. DLC. <laughs> just a DLC. 40 well, I mean, people like this, too, but they said, like, no, Sean. Yeah, rip. People Let's just give it to... Hey, the third one came out recently. Oh, it did! How was that? And did it win? Oh, I heard it had a rough launch, but people love it. Oh, makes so, sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. See, another banger year. Why is Horizon and PUBG here? Like, Horizon... I'm, like, one of the few people that fucking despise the game. Some people love it. And I... I feel bad for them. <laughs> like... Ooh. I think it's had an impact on the industry for the worst. <laughs> That's true. Like, even Ubisoft that year changed their model. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It was a worse Ubisoft game than the Ubisoft game. <laughs> Are and you fucking kidding me? They tried to change. They did try to change. For the better. This Listen, year... They in... turned into numbers RPG. <laughs> the numbers RPG. Anywho. Um, now, another favorite. This one you probably have less knowledge on. Favorite best picture winner. To be fair, there are ninety-five. That's that's best favorite best picture winner. A lot of my movies that are in my favorites are snubbed. Everything. I think it's it's probably Birdman actually. Really, Birdman? Well, let's let's see. That's my... like a that's like high on my list, but it's not like it's top ten. But I don't know if it's my favorite. Well, let's see my top fifty. Yeah, probably the high, the highest winner, not nominee. The highest winner is on my list is Birdman. Damn. Right next to Parasite. Sure. I'm not one who cares for awards that much because they just skip all the good ones. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they get it just right. But, yeah, I guess, according to my list, it would be Birdman. Um, I don't know. I... F but I don't have everything everywhere, but I would have to watch everything everywhere again. Have you only seen it the one time? Yeah. Weird. I've seen it twice. Maybe three. I'm trying to remember. I know for a fact twice. Uh, I don't know if that is my favorite. I think I might still keep Parasite at number one. I mean, yeah, that is the the one I could see. Yeah, I, I totally see where it would deserve. Bro, first and only international film to win? Like, bro. <laughs> bro. I don't know about the first. Why would it have to be the first? I'm sure there was tons that could have the Easily won. deserved it. Yeah, just... But. Like yeah. Gladiator, really? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Crash, really? Fuck. Crash. Crash. Nah, bro, this is bullshit. Um, that's the one I could easily say, yeah. That's Parasite, that's I would say. That's a good pick. Everything Everywhere is a, a high tier one. Uh, Birdman's high. Um, one of three. Fuck. Um. I have so many Best Picture nominees, but, like, the winners are... 
Never that high. <laughs> um. Fuck. Sound of Music was pretty good. That'd probably be in my top 20 somewhere. Um. Bruh. <laughs> Fuck. Those are my three. Birdman. Saving Private Ryan. Which didn't win. It should have. It should have. Yes, I agree with that. Oh, what? Yeah, no. Wait, what won that year? Um, I have that year coming up, actually. Within the next couple of months, so we'll get to it. Was it Crash? That didn't come out that year, no. should have been Crash. Crash again. I'm going to watch Crash. Ar the artist, I love the artist. That's probably a high-tier one for me. I don't know why. People don't like it. I really liked it. What happened to that William Dafoe movie where he was... We watched the trailer and he was locked inside the apartment. Oh, Inside? That came out. Oh. It did. Okay. Oh. People <laughs> thought it was... Okay. I was just thinking about that the other day because I was thinking of... I was thinking of um, Vincent Van Gogh. Mm. And then, you know... Uh, At Eternity's Gate, Gate. I was thinking of him. I'm like, oh. Whatever happened... <laughs> Rocky's a great win, I feel like. Oh, Rocky's like. a great win, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, I don't know. Titanic is a great win, too. I actually kind of agree with that. Like, it's not, like, my favorite. Yeah. It's good. But, like, uh, I mean... I would have given it to Goodwill Hunting that year. But I'm glad Jimmy Cameron has an Oscar. I think they should have an, an impact award at the Oscars. They should look at movies, and they should be like... Which one of these do you think is going to be the most impactful towards our film culture in, in the industry for the next... They would have given it to Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not even fucking joking. <laughs> they would have given it to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that's true. Without it, we wouldn't have gotten Weird Al. Or... Popstar, Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stop. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Popstar, Never Stop. I don't know. Those Birdman, Everything, Everyone, and Parasite are my top three, I guess. I'd say the same. But I haven't seen very many Best Picture winners. And I have. It's just they're all bad. <laughs> Most of them are really bad. No Country for Old Men was pretty good. God, I wish Juno won that year. I'm weird. I know. Juno's so good. Um, I would have given it to Little Miss Sunshine over The Departed. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> the Departed. <laughs> the Departed's like a good Scorsese movie. But like... Oh, fuck. 12 Years a Slave was pretty great. Over Gravity? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I would have given it to her that year. But like, it was more impactful, I feel like, that 12 Years a Slave on. I don't know. I'm just talking. Yeah. You ready for the outro? Oh. Well... This is a side thing. I don't know. It's just sometimes awards for me are just kind of iffy because for me it's how the, the, the media impacted you that makes it special. But, I mean, these awards are good for marketing. So these people are like, this is what makes this movie good. And they're like, oh, hey, this movie has deeply impacted me because I heard this award guy gave it best editing. Crazy. You know, Bohemian but, Rhapsody yeah. changed my life. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody changed my life. I will I'll, I will never look at gay people the same way. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right.
think it's time to end the <laughs> ending. Be a rhapsody, maybe not a homophobe. <laughs> 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 straight white homophobe. We will show we will show Ronald Reagan Bohemian Rhapsody and maybe he'll do something about the AIDS epidemic. <laughs> oh my god. Time to time travel, baby. It's twenty. He was around when Queen was there, you goon. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't watch the movie Queen. Mm. The, the of course, of course. And um we'll show Hitler twenty first jump street. There you go. Okay, you ready for the outro? God, I saw a Kanye clip. Did you? Yeah, there's a clip. There's literally a clip of him. I don't know. I hope it wasn't AI generated. God, I hope it wasn't. But there was a <laughs> clip of him on the Ellen Show, and he was actually talking about how he unironically relates to Patrick Bateman. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. It has to be a joke, right? It's <laughs> just no. a fucking joke. Patrick Bateman is literally <laughs> me. All right. <laughs> Twitter is chillymarty69. Uh, Instagram is the real Chillmart at Chillmart Podcast on YouTube and Chillmart on Spotify. Bye bye. <laughs>